Imagine your new bathroom, a sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels. It's humid, sweaty, and sticky. Summer can be really uncomfortable. But we're actually talking about your mattress. Don't worry, though. Nectar's Nectar Tech cooling technology helps you sleep cool on hot summer nights. Plus, every mattress includes a one-year trial, forever warranty, and free shipping. With $200 off, prices start at only $399. And get $499 of premium accessories, including pillows, sheets, and a mattress protector this summer. So chill out and visit Nectarsleep.com. Hey everybody, welcome to Matt Connerton Unleashed for Friday, April 3rd, 2020. And what we're going to do today on the program as we continue to pre-record during the stay-at-home order here in New Hampshire, uh, we're going to do another best of to close out the week. This is going to be the best of Matt Connerton Unleashed, volume 31 Best Arguments, the best arguments in the history of the show, part three. Yep, I told you we had enough to do a trilogy of the best arguments in the history of Matt Connerton Unleashed. And then when we return on Monday of next week, we're going to have an all new show for you. We're going to do uh, something special and it will be two hours of brand new recorded audio. But to finish out this week, we're going to finish out our best arguments trilogy here on Matt Connerton Unleashed. I also want to remind everyone, please continue to support our wonderful sponsor, The Hopknot, in the Brady Sullivan Plaza at 1000 Elm Street in downtown Manchester, New Hampshire. They are now not only doing carryout, but also deliveries Monday through Saturday from noon to 7 p.m. So please continue to support our sponsor, The Hopknot, at 1000 Elm Street in Manchester, New Hampshire. And without further ado, to finish out this week, here is the best of Matt Connerton Unleashed, Volume 31, Best Arguments, Part 3, to close out our trilogy, because what better way to uh, to get you through this uh, stay-at-home order here in New Hampshire than listening to people argue with each other on the radio. <laughs> Enjoy. Yes, so Facebook live chat will have to wait a moment. Hi, welcome to Matt Connerton Unleashed. Who's this? Hey, Matt, this is uh, Father Bruno. Father Bruno! I was hoping you would call when the Honorable Gary S. Hopper was here, but, uh, you know, he is also a man of great faith. But, Father Bruno, it's wonderful to hear from you. It's It's been a while. Yeah, yes, but, uh, you know... Uh, Mr. Hopper, you, you say faith, but uh, what, what faith are we talking about? There's only one true faith. I believe he is a Congregationist, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, well, the wrong answer, Matt, wrong answer. The, the real faith is the Catholic faith, and well, it always will be, And uh, but <laughs> that's not the reason I'm calling. I'm calling because of that uh, nasty uh, note on the Facebook page by Peter White calling me a creepy priest. Wait, he's at it again, Matt. He is. I didn't realize that. He he called you. He called you a creepy priest. 
Yeah, it's in the comments, in the comment oh. section. Oh, right, yes. Yeah. Well, this is a man, I can't, I can't believe he's, he's even on radio or TV or anything. He, he hates... He hates the priests, he hates the Catholic Church, he hates God. Well, <laughs> that's a little strong, uh, Father Bruno. I don't know about that. Uh, I've, I've seen this man, you know. This is, this could be the nephew of Satan. I'm pretty sure of it. <laughs> Father Bruno, you are being aggressive on a level that we have not heard from you before. You believe well, that... Well, I'm all, I'm all hopped up, you know, because I'm, uh, you know, y yesterday I watched uh, watch the special prosecutor, you know, yes. another... Another victory day for the president, Donald Trump. Well, uh, well, yes, of course, but I'm just amazed. I mean, I, I, uh, actually, uh, the Dions are here from the weekly Dion. I mean, do you gentlemen, uh, do you gentlemen believe that, uh, Peter White is a direct, uh, descendant of Satan as, uh, as Father Bruno is claiming? Um, I don't think so. I think there's enough evidence yet. Yeah, yeah. I don't I know. I said yet, though. Yet. Right, yet, yeah. yes. <laughs> this is, this is quite the claim, Father Bruno. I, I know Certainly you're, is. uh, I know you're hopped up from the hearing yesterday, but my goodness. Oh, yeah. yeah it makes me so mad <laughs> listening to that, uh, senile old man. Who? You know, complaining about the Donald Trump, you know. Oh, I thought you meant you the know, Pope. Probably after he left the hearing, he's complaining about a Jesus Christ, too. Wait, Bob Mueller was complaining about Jesus Christ? Well, probably after the hearing, you oh. know, he, he's not going to do that in public, you know. Right. To, uh, to, he's got a reputation to protect. Yes, yes. So you don't believe that Bob Mueller but, uh, is... I was very, very unimpressed with uh, what he said. It's a nonsense. It's a, it's a yes, it's a no, it's a, I don't understand. Could you repeat that? You know, I've been waiting for him to take the Fifth Amendment. Well, there were uh, many things that were not in his uh, purview, uh, Father. I think he's losing his mind, Matt. But, uh, you know, call it what it is. The man is in the early stages of Alzheimer's disease or uh, dementia or something like that. Well, I certainly hope not, Father Bruno. Uh, perhaps we should pray for him. I think it's beyond prayer. You know, this guy, he attacks uh, the Pope as a favorite national leader. The Pope uh, loves Donald Trump. Well, I know, <laughs> yes. Well, but, but doesn't the Pope also love uh, Robert Mueller? Not really, no, no. The, the, the Robert Mueller, he said bad things about the Donald. You know, it's a problem. Right, right. Yeah, the President of the United States, you know, you got to you have respect for something. You know, it's like... Uh, you, you, uh, would a cardinal complain? Would a bishop complain about the Pope? Well, no, they would never do that. Well, th that doesn't go on it's at heresy. all. It's heresy. You can't do that. And now we have this so-called respected lawyer uh, calling Donald Trump uh, a fraud, a liar, a cheat. Right. Donald Trump is one of the best human beings America has ever produced. Uh, clearly, yes. The man is a pillar of decency, of honor. I, I, I'm sorry for laughing. It's just amusing. Daryl Dion uh, 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 seems to take uh, issue with your characterization of Donald Trump. Just slightly. Just slightly. I don't know who this Dion is. I, you know, maybe he's another relative of Satan. <laughs> wow. Well, he does go yeah. on the Peter White yeah, show. They, they oh, laugh. They always oh, laugh. There is a connection laugh. there. Absolutely. Ooh, you know, I do, he's I do down go on there in hell. Show. He's laughing. He's mm -hmm. laughing uh, all the way to the bank. You know? <laughs> <laughs> all these people pretending that they're good Catholics. 
Catholics, and uh, they're not, you know, so they end up with Satan. (laughs) They forget the teachings of Jesus Christ. So apparently there's no middle ground here. Uh, Apparently (laughs) not. You're either either with Trump or you're with Satan, who uh, apparently is a a descendant of or is related to Peter White. And I'll be on a Peter White show tomorrow to investigate that. I will investigate that. So you're against him. That's the way it is. That's the way life is. It's binary. Yes, of course it is. <laughs> of course. You're either a Republican or you're a Democrat. Oh, my goodness. Well, You're a Yankees fan or you're a Red Sox fan. The whole world is binary now. Well, which, uh, which team does the Pope prefer? The Angels. Oh. We go with the winning team, which is a Donald Trump. You know, Donald Trump now, a Donald Trump before, a Donald Trump forever. Are you suggesting, uh, Father Bruno, that uh, like uh, the deity, uh, Donald Trump also is eternal? Excuse me, Matt. You were cut out. I couldn't hear that. Oh, I thought I'd, I couldn't hear that, Matt. I thought I'd stumped you with a uh, with a theological uh, query. Uh, is it? Are you are you suggesting, uh, Father Bruno, that uh, Donald Trump, much like a God, is eternal? Uh, well, you know, eternal. You know, for all practical purposes, a yes. I would give that a bigger yes. <laughs> And, uh, you know, but, uh, you know, there, there's so many people pinning their hopes on this lawyer who could barely get through the hearing. You know, I, I thought he was going to become unconscious during the hearing. It was sad. It was very, very sad to see this man, you know, make a fool out of himself. Right. Does uh, does Father Bruno does stand up uh, on the side? <laughs> oh, I don't, I don't think so. He's very serious about... Uh, no, he, I say he was more delirious. I mean, he, well, he's, uh, he's, he's in line for a promotion, you know. He's going to become a cardinal. Oh, wow. He's gonna... I'm up for it. I'm up for being cardinal, mm-hmm. but it's not decided yet. It's a deadlock. But I got the, I got the Pope on my side. Well, you know, he, he tells me he's something. backing me up uh, 110%. <laughs> 110%? Well, wow. it's, his, it's yeah. his decision, ultimately, right? As much right? as you can get, you know, it's uh, even more than 100%. <laughs> right. <laughs> At the Vatican, you've got the extra 10%. That makes sense. Well, you know, you know people laugh. You know, they they don't understand. You know, the Vatican, we... You know, they they worry about what Vladimir Putin is doing behind the scenes in his GRU. And, uh, you know, they're on Facebook and they're mesmerizing the uh, average American who's got a Facebook account. It's ridiculous. The Catholic Church is the expert in mesmerizing populations. That's why we've been around for 2,000 years. Vladimir Putin, he will come, he will go. <laughs> the communist state, they will come, they will go. But the Catholic Church... We are here forever. Wow, that's a little scary. Very forceful in that. He should be a motivational speaker. Yes, he can motivate uh, people to turn to the church. Or the dark side. Well, no. Oh, 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 Father Bruno. Uh, there's another one, like Peter White, you know, or the Alex. You know, it seems so many guys like him, but he's going to come and go, too, you know. I'm going to be here a long time, and I'm going to meet Cardinal. I'm going to get it. I'm going to make it. Yes, I think I watched this movie last night. It's called Angels and Angels and Demons. Really? Oh, wow! Tom Hanks is in it. Yeah, wow! I think he, this guy was in it. These people re- re- retreat into fantasy. They forget the truth. <laughs> the truth is very clear. It's in the good book. We know oh, what yeah. the truth is. <laughs> the truth is Jesus Christ is your personal savior. 
and you must embrace him or you'll go to hell. <laughs> Father, you're you're almost sounding like a Baptist. Do uh, not pass go, go straight to hell. Yeah. Uh, they stole a lot of things from the Catholic Church, you know, these other religions, you know. It's really just uh you know, uh, Catholicism, but, uh, you know, it's warmed over a little bit. You know, they change one thing, and they change another thing. Yes. But, uh, you know, there's detractors everywhere. You know, you, we've been around a long time. We've had our detractors, uh, you know, in the church, but we've been here for 2,000 years. You know, nobody even knows how much money we got. Believe me, if I told you how much money I'm involved in this, you know, we got many investments. <laughs> You know, from the Vatican, you know, we invest in the good companies, General Dynamics, uh, Boeing, uh, Exxon, Conoco, Raytheon. We like Raytheon very much. We just bought another million shares of Raytheon. <laughs> and, uh, you know, the rest of the world, they come and go. The Vatican Church is here. It's here for now, and it's here forever. 2,000 years is a long time in a civilization. Yeah, and I, t I would say enough is we enough. Got, we got the staying power, uh, just like uh, Donald Trump. Yes. So Donald Trump will be with you us know, for, for 2,000 years. I listen to these Democratic candidates. Yes. You know, they're promising everything. Uh, they're promising two chickens in every pot. You know, they're promising a car in every garage. Uh, free medical care, free college. Uh, we're going to give the black people free oh, down please. payment for their house. There we go. Uh, uh, we're going to wipe out the student debt. You know, what is that going to cost? They don't care what it costs. These people are crazy. That's why Donald Trump's going to get reelected. They don't understand a thing. Well, wouldn't a, wouldn't a Catholic Church be... Uh predisposed to help all, all these people that, that they, they need help. Mm. Isn't that the message of the, of the Catholic Church? <laughs> well, Pardon that's me. the message, you know, yeah, but, but they, uh, you know, the message doesn't always match the reality. I, oh, right, know, of course. <laughs> I don't know if you're, you know, you're, you're paying attention to what's going on here. Donald Trump is president of the United States. We know what the message is. Yeah, we know we what the message know is. We what the reality right. is. <laughs> well, that's, uh, that, wow. That is an important distinction, Father. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, they, they, your guests—they just are not cynical enough. <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> well, that's yeah. You know, uh, the Catholic Church. We, we've been—we've seen a lot of things. You know, we—you know—yeah, you've yeah, we done have a to lot deal of things with as the well. worst of the worst. You know, like Satan. You know, that was bad. You know, and some of those angels. You know, they weren't good either. You know, we had to get rid of them too. <laughs> right. so, well, we know how to fight. You know, we know how to fight because uh, we've been in the trenches for a long time. A couple thousand and years. Trump, he knows how to fight. He knows how to fight. Wait, He's getting rid of the socialists, the Bolsheviks, the squad, and the entire <laughs> Democratic Party. He's getting rid of a lot of Republicans, too. They're dropping out, you know? He calls a spade a spade. I'm not trying to sound racist here. <laughs> well, just we, calling it like it is. We, you know. we that's encouraging. That. We appreciate that, Father. I just realized something, though. I don't know if I've uh, pointed this out to you before. Donald Trump himself is not Catholic. He's a uh, Presbyterian, I believe. Isn't that a, an issue? You know, you cut out again, Matt. I missed about five words, ten words there. <laughs> Donald Trump is a what? Uh, a, a Presbyterian, I believe. Does he know that? Well, he's, he's got a personal relationship with God. I can tell you that. Right. You know, oh. and he's on a you know a a, wow. a first name basis with the Papa. Oh, I don't really Jesus oh. Christ Himself as well. Oh, well, well very good. I, I, he doesn't call him Mister Christ. You know, he calls him Hey Jesus. Can you call sometime? <laughs> uh, see, now I, I was raised. It's humid. 
sweaty and sticky. Summer can be really uncomfortable. But we're actually talking about your mattress. Don't worry, though. Nectar's Nectar Tech cooling technology helps you sleep cool on hot summer nights. Plus, every mattress includes a one-year trial, forever warranty, and free shipping. With $200 off, prices start at only $399. And get $499 of premium accessories, including pillows, sheets, and a mattress protector this summer. So chill out and visit Nectarsleep.com. Because I was raised Catholic. I was raised to be respectful. I always called him Mr. Christ. <laughs> I was never referred to that. As, right. Yeah, well, not Actually, the Donald Trump. That. You know, awesome. Donald Trump, he, he cuts through the BS. You know, that's why he got elected. You know, people are tired of the BS in America. They're tired of all these political slogans, the chivalrous, the... Uh, the crap. They're tired of the crap. So that's why they elect Trump. He's gonna, he's gonna clean it up. He's gonna, he's gonna drain the swamp. He's gonna fix uh, Washington D.C. Yes. You know? He's gonna make the world great again for the United States. You know, and and the Vatican. You know, we're we're kind of teaming up with uh, Donald Trump. You know, he told us he's gonna pull us along. <clears throat> yeah, we got some influence with some countries, and Donald Trump. You know, he. Uh, I mean, you look at Donald Trump, the man, he's a real man, that's why people <laughs> like him, he's a real man, he's a masculine, right? Right. Handsome, successful, and totally masculine. Totally, 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 yes. But sometimes, uh, you know, his honesty, his his uh, directness, uh, he's too direct, you know, so he, he, he calls at the Pope, and the Pope makes a couple of calls on Donald's behalf, and Donald rewards uh, us with a few favors, too. You know, that's the way the world works. One hand washes the other. I can't help but wonder, uh, Father, if you're supposed to even be telling us this. <laughs> Well, she's uh, between you and me, Matt, right? Yeah. Yeah, right. Well, and, the, and, and the Popa. Yeah, and the Popa. Yes. And all the Whoever radio the Popa listeners. <laughs> all the listeners on the radio as well. Yes. <clears throat> yeah, well, no, I, there's not too many of those, you know. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm a regular. I'm a regular. I admit it. You know, I yes. got to stay up really late yes. to watch this on Facebook Live. Yes. I got to stay up late. Yes. Uh, but uh, it, it's worth it sometimes, you know, uh, it's worth it sometimes when I get to see a good a Republican a Christian man uh, <laughs> like uh, Mr. Hopper. Yes, yes. He had I really appreciate him today and his valiant defense of the, of the Donald, you know. But listen, you know, I, I'm not going to waste any more time. I know you've got a lot of callers going to call in, so yes. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hang up now and... Uh, and I'm going to wish you well. Well, we wish you well as well, Father. And we're praying for you, and we hope you'll uh, return the favor. <laughs> okay, good, goodbye. All right, goodbye, Father. Thank you so much. Very nice. So that was, wow. of course, uh, Father Bruno Sarducci. Always nice to hear from him. Uh, he, he forgot <laughs> to plug his show. He does his own show. Really? Uh, uh, from the Vatican called uh, Getting a Ride with the Jesus. Wow. Yes, I think That's I'm saying funny. I think I'm saying it correctly. Absolutely. Yes. yes. Absolutely. Getting right with the Jesus. Just the right dialect. He's always asking me to call in, but uh I think it's too late for me. It must be, yeah. Way too late. Especially I with my association with Peter White. The devil. Yes, yeah. yes. Jeez. He was really aggressive. I mean, in the past he's called Peter a heretic, but wow. to the to, to say that Peter is a direct That's descendant further. of Satan. Right. That seems uh it was a little harsh. Oh, we have another call. Uh-oh. <laughs> Maybe this is Peter calling to defend himself. Hi, welcome to Matt Connerton Unleashed. Who's this? Just another Ridley. Oh, Dave Ridley from the Ridley Report. How are you, sir? Oh, you know, about the same. All right. Well, at least you're consistent. 
I should have just said I was consistent. Uh, you could have said that, too. What's on your mind, Dave Ridley? Dave, are you Catholic? <clears throat> no. Okay. What's on your mind, Dave? Uh, yeah, the Catholic Church was the precursor. I guess it was sort of what we had. That was what we had for a world government back in the day, right? Oh, be very, very careful. Uh, Father Bruno's going to be upset with you if you say the wrong thing. He's going to be a cardinal soon. He's going to beat the bishop and go right to cardinal. Okay. Come on down to the Hop Knot at 1000 Elm Street, Manchester's premier craft beer and gourmet pretzel bar. Tell us more, Trudy. We make our dough fresh every day. We make a variety of styles of pretzels and serve craft beer, cocktails, and a few bottles of wine. We do the traditional pretzel, and we have multiple flavors for that. We also do stuffed pretzels, pretzel sandwiches, free dessert pretzels, and pretzel knots. The Hop Knot in the Brady Sullivan Plaza at 1000 Elm Street. Hey everybody, welcome to Matt Connerton Unleashed for Friday, April 3rd, 2020. And what we're going to do today on the program as we continue to pre-record during the stay-at-home order here in New Hampshire, uh, we're going to do another best of to close out the week. This is going to be the best of Matt Connerton Unleashed, volume 31 Best Arguments, the best arguments in the history of the show, part three. Yep, I told you we had enough to do a trilogy of the best arguments in the history of Matt Connerton Unleashed. And then when we return on Monday of next week, we're going to have an all new show for you. We're going to do uh, something special and it will be two hours of brand new recorded audio. But to finish out this week, we're going to finish out our best arguments trilogy here on Matt Connerton Unleashed. I also want to remind everyone, please continue to support our wonderful sponsor, The Hop Knot, in the Brady Sullivan Plaza at 1000 Elm Street in downtown Manchester, New Hampshire. They are now not only doing carryout, but also deliveries Monday through Saturday from noon to 7 p.m. So please continue to support our sponsor, The Hop Knot, at 1000 Elm Street in Manchester, New Hampshire. And without further ado, to finish out this week, here is the best of Matt Connerton Unleashed, Volume 31, Best Arguments, Part 3, to close out our trilogy, because what better way to uh, to get you through this uh, stay-at-home order here in New Hampshire than listening to people argue with each other on the radio. <laughs> Enjoy. I worry about Alan Omar's safety. Yeah. Um, and I just, uh, we're, I, you know, I've, I've been posting a lot about this um, on the Matt Connerton Unleashed Facebook page and, and my disgust with, I, I got to tell you, I mean, I was sitting there when I saw the, uh, when I saw the video of, uh, of these, these people at, at that rally chanting, send right. her back. And it was a loud chant. And it went on for 14 seconds. And of course, Trump is lying about it, saying, yes, oh, course. no, he cut it off and interrupted it. And no, he didn't. Um, he created it and encouraged it. Of course. Right. Of course. And I just, um, you know, one of the, one of the things I said, uh, I, I, I don't know if I said it that night. I mean, I was just, I was just boiling with rage. One of the things I said is, um, you know, I'm an independent and I try to support independent candidates whenever I can. Right. But I've, I've voted for both Republicans and Democrats, um, over the course of my life. And I said, when I look at the incredibly meek and mild 
response from the Republicans who are sort of kind of, you know, the ones who are the ones in Congress who are in safe seats, who aren't right. worried about losing their next election, the, the next election, the way they're sort of very gently pushing back on all right. of this. I said, you know what, if this is the party. They cannot uh, – actually, John Hopwood uh, uh, chastised me for that. If, if, they can, if this is the party, they cannot bother to condemn, to condemn this right. strongly and forcefully. I said I will never vote for another Republican as long as I live. Oh, wow. If this is the party – of racist, you know, even the people who aren't racist, but they're perfectly fine with being racist enablers right, and racist right. apologists. And I'm, and I hear these people just bending themselves, just tying themselves up in knots, trying right. to defend this right, and downplay right. it. And I will never vote for another Republican in my lifetime. It's, I won't. It's in, it's indefensible. Um, you're absolutely right. And, uh, oh, come and, on. and you're right to be. I have news, right. Jim. The Part. city of Manchester has been re- has been reprieved. The flower shop maiden, Maven did not file. Oh, uh, really? That's Rich Gerard did not All file. Right. All right. I, well, we were. I was. We, we were. We'd moved off of. I came to briefly let uh, Matt know of my interest, and uh, you have and a button on your right. I do, column. and uh, we're, we moved off of that. So to uh, to and to, double flags. Yeah. To. Uh, in order to honor Matt's uh, Matt's uh, uh, you know uh, uh, desire to, uh, was to not talk about mm. uh, local politics, so um, so you can't talk about the school board. No, no. Well, we're not going to do it in this venue. I, I came. I told. Well, I told Matt that there were trucks lined up and down Elm Street, CNN, CBS, <laughs> NBC. They were all here. The BBC, and they were shouting about at me. Richard Gerard. No, they, no. They were shouting at me. Can we do an interview? And I said, No. Get out of my way. I'm going across the street. That's to see right. Matt. That's right. You know, yeah. friends, I'm sorry, but somebody are, stole my phone. Friends I think are it was friends. an illegal immigrant. Yeah. Friends are friends. You gotta, <laughs> you gotta do the right thing. So uh, anyway, yeah, you're Why right. Why can't you know, anybody send you know, me back? It is. Um, it is, it is a terrible thing, but to, I, I'll tell you, this, this morning's ceremony in Concord uh, puts the lie to sort of all of that. It shows that there are so many like, decent people, you know, doing the right thing, and mm-hmm. and uh, regardless of the barriers put in people's way, we still, you know, we're still a beacon of light that people are attracted yes. to, and it's a little solid, I have to tell you. I think these actions do, you know, they're, these, these uh, images we see from those rallies are not just carried in Mississippi and, right. you know, Montauk and, 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 and Maine. They're seen all over the world. People what are looking rally? at this in South Africa and they're looking at it in Singapore. They're looking at it in China. Mm-hmm. And, and what rally? And at, at a Trump rally. So, and, you, so um, people do come, I mean, like tune in on a radio at different times. And, and those, and those, um, and those, so we aren't going to talk. And those people who dislike us, you know, dislike America. I can say us really properly now. Yes. Those yes. people who dislike <laughs> us, uh, uh, you know, uh, use it to beat us over the head with, you know, mm-hmm. because not, not, no, no country is without flaws, but right. uh, but in the end, you know, uh, I think the United States remains closer to its ideals than than sometimes we 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 fear. Yeah, um, this too shall pass. I think that's how. It and is, what right? ideals are that? What ideals did Barack Obama express when he asked for three point five billion dollars to send kids back, undocumented kids back in twenty fourteen? Well, to, un, well, those the, were the ideals of the Democratic Party at the time. Uh, I, 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 right. I don't know what you're referring to, actually. Of course you don't. That, no, I don't. I don't say it, of course, no. like I'm pretending I, do, I don't. I really don't. Barack Obama in 2014, when there was a similar border crisis, which has been 
ongoing. There wasn't a similar border crisis. It yes, hasn't been there ongoing. was, Jim. Okay. It depends on how the media spins it, doesn't oh, it? Oh, I see. So, I see. him asking for $3.5 billion. So, we're in, I guess, is Winston of the mini, uh, the Ministry of Information somehow exists now where history, American history, just ceases to exist when it's inconvenient. Because uh, Barack Obama asked for $3.5 billion because it was a border crisis yeah. and it involved the, you know, the documented children who he intended to send back. So, and the Republican Congress denied him that. So, that is a fact. You can read your New York Times archives. <laughs> you can actually look it up. Because John, the memory hole isn't there. He, he, he is right. That did happen. I that can back him up on that. Happen. So the, 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 there have been manufactured crises from time to time. Oh, so, that's been, so, so Barack Obama manufactured that crisis so, in 2014. So there Why? Been, he had already there, been reelected. There have been manufactured he, crises. So Barack Obama manufactured that crisis. No, I'm saying that the genesis of what we have at the borders today so is based on matter, Trump, policy, Trump administration policies that are causing the current problem Did on the southern border. Did you have to go through an immigration process to get here? Yes. You weren't yes. born in the United States. Yes, yes. Did you have to, because I, you know, I lived in Monterey, California, and Carmel, which Did you have to go through an immigration Institute, process to go there? Defense, no, Jim, <laughs> I was born in the United States. I'm an American citizen. Right. My family. Yeah, we all are now, right, John? Right, Matt? That's my, right. Yeah, that's right. Yes, Jim. Yeah, Jim. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah it's all funny, isn't it? My uh, my family, my, I'm I'm a disabled American veteran, which doesn't mean anything to most Democrats. And if you go up to the veterans house, which I did yesterday from my back, mm-hmm. and if I go through the book that you can sign that Carol Shea Porter always signed, you won't find one of your presidential candidates have, have signed that in the Hall of Valor, which features dead uh, veterans, some of them who are were immigrants, including one of the first that died in the war on terror, who was from Africa. Mm-hmm. There are Latino names. You can go down to Bedford, Mass, and see a hall, the uh, Hall of Valor of uh, the Latinos that won the Medal of Honor, including mm-hmm. people who are immigrants, including people mm-hmm. that won their citizenship mm-hmm. by serving in the military, which mm-hmm. is a process that our illustrious draft dodge in chief, I guess, is denying people now. Mm-hmm. So what you're at saying is because of that jerk, it is magnified the situation mm-hmm. into a crisis with all capitals for you. Mm. But you can't deny that this was a something that has happened before. I do deny that. Then you're, you're wrong. I, I've and been it's wrong false. before. You are I, actually I, misrepresenting reality. You're, you're uh, not telling the truth. Well, no, that's not true because I'd have to know that I, that I you know, you're. you're so I'm Barack Obama you. felt. A, so is Barack Obama a racist? No. He's not. I mean, I, I, I haven't well, examined. He would to send people I don't back. go around his house. I Why haven't examined everything he said. I don't know. I don't know. I think I hate the equivalency. Uh, this is yes, because you can never equivalent. No. Because that the is not exactly equi- what the you false do. False equivalency That's not a me. false equivalency. False, yes, it is. How the is it a idea- false equivalency when he, wa- he was in the same, assume, same situation and he had... In 1972, Title IX was signed into law. This prohibited discrimination based on sex and changed the game for girls and women in sports across the nation. To learn more, the Greater Columbus Sports Commission and iHeartRadio invite you to listen to the new podcast, Starting Nine Up. Celebrate the 50th anniversary of Title IX with nine stories about girls and women's sports with the Columbus Connection. Listen and subscribe to Starting Nine Up, a Title IX podcast on iHeartRadio or your favorite podcast platform. It's humid, sweaty, and sticky. Summer can be really uncomfortable. But we're actually talking about your mattress. 
Don't worry, though. Nectar's Nectar Tech cooling technology helps you sleep cool on hot summer nights. Plus, every mattress includes a one-year trial, forever warranty, and free shipping. With $200 off, prices start at only $399. And get $499 of premium accessories, including pillows, sheets, and a mattress protector this summer. So chill out and visit Nectarsleep.com. Same thing as right. Trump. So, no, that's not true. It's not the same thing. And he didn't you you just said thing. you didn't even know about no, it. No, no. You didn't, even, you. He, didn't he say he didn't even know about it? He didn't even know about something. You don't know about it, but no, you're no. going to talk about but it. But I'm saying, no. Come on, Jim. I, I, I stopped talking about it then. You know, if the I. The Democratic I mean, Party. Study it, Why was the up. Democratic Party for tight immigration? I cannot laws. believe we're sitting here in a studio in Manchester and, with and what's going on on the southern border and people shouting, send her home. That's the news of the day. That's what's going on in our country. It's shameful. You know what's going on? Everybody is veterans. ashamed of it. You know what, Jim? And 24 you veterans want to talk about something that day. happened. Do you talk you about that? You want to talk about something that happened 24 five or six veterans years ago. kill themselves so every day. I call it false the mental, the mental health. There's no money up there. The, right. the VA is being privatized, care of Koch Brothers, Hospital Corporation America, which gives, its PAC gives money to Gene Shaheen. Used to right. give money to all Republicans. That's not, I, well, there's John, not money John, for that. Let me just say, I don't want this appear as though I'm like reneging on a conversation or a conflict. You know, no, but, you I, I'm know, happy to talk. When you but deny, I do have to get out of You have to here, actually deny like, history no, no, that no, took place. No. Because you are, I'm what saying, this jackass has done is because he's such a foul extremist you're mirroring him now right so you are thanks. mirroring we, so we'll, we'll bring in a, in a second caller we do have a caller but i, no, I know i know you have to take I, off i have Jim. to take off well, well you should you be happy time. by the news it. i i you know i'm gonna go study it but my my phone is lighting up so i i don't know whether people are angry at me or pleased or maybe i won the lottery and gotta find out are you gonna be on 7 p.m now all right i just want to say one thing yes oh it's paul cormier hey paul max yes paul now you know what I deal with on Tuesday night. <laughs> no, no, well, I'm moving to Wednesdays. Right. Hey, thanks, thanks a lot, Paul. We see you. Bye. I, I got a thanks, I, Paul. Yeah, I got. See, Jim, he's been. Have a good, have a good week, and boy. Paul, thank thanks, you for everything right. tomorrow night. Take care. Trump's repulsive. <laughs> yeah, so, but you just can't pretend that it's not within the context of right, something. Right, right. So I mean, the man is utterly repulsive and. When he's, this is the most senseless person I leave, I, 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 that's right. been I'm in the White I'm going to, I'm going to leave Matt here to, uh, to discuss this with you because <laughs> I, I want to discuss I, the, the, the old witch of the I, I, West. I, Somebody threw a bucket of water on her and he's, he's got, she's melted away. She's melting, melting. I got I got to run. Listen, thank you guys. Have a great weekend. I'll talk to you guys soon. I'll see you on Tuesday night. All right. Jim. No, you see won't you, be seeing me on Tuesday night. I, I, I'm I at Wednesday at three now. Oh, oh starting this week already? Uh, um, yeah. I I no I uh, I'm in front of Norm. Oh, you can come on. There you go. There you go. All right. I got to run. I'll see you guys. Thanks. Right. Hey, good luck. Thanks, Matt. Thanks, Matt. I appreciate the time. Th thank you and congratulations. Oh, thanks a lot. Yes. Thanks. I think you're going to win. Well, well, we need the people to decide that. Yes. <laughs> All right. Take care, Jim. The people. I'm just glad that um, I'm glad that he's uh, wearing that uh, uh, the multiple flag pins. You know, I'm going to tell you, mirroring Trump's not going to help. It's going to get re Trump reelected. We have a call. Hi, welcome to Matt Connerton Unleashed. Who's this? Is that is that news? Don't you normally get calls? We do. Yes, it is Dave Ridley from the Ridley Report. We How need are to you, get sir? New Hampshire to secede, Dave. Oh, working on it. John not doing very good. John Hopwood is on board. <laughs> John Hopwood is on board with NH Exit. Are you for open borders for the uh, country of New Hampshire? 
I know in the in Amiskegon up. No, according to the suzerain. That's right. What's on your mind, Dave Ridley? Well, have you heard that? Uh, I guess uh, uh, the Bedford has a new superintendent, and 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 uh, what he's on the warpath again of what schools? I would assume superintendent of schools. Yeah, or superintendent city? of schools. What happened to the old one? Was it? Oh, I don't know. Was it murder? Did it have to do with the, the? There was a real kickback in Bedford over the woman. Remember who had molested a child, and she, but she had been an employee at the Bedford. And Bedford High Kinds Counselors testified for her character. Oh, I remember and that. And the parents yeah. went wild. You know, oh, Bedford's yeah. quite unlike New Hampshire, where like you, me, and Jim were the only people talking about a similar situation here in Manchester. Right. Yeah. They went hog wild. Oh yeah, yeah. Turned the city upside down, and and the rape of that child, you know, statutory rape, but rape, not the violent rape that occurred at West High in Manchester, 2015. That was in Exeter, mm-hmm. but still the people were outraged because yeah. guidance counselors from Bedford went and testified for her character. You know? Oh yeah, just and, just uh, bizarre. Well, the child rape is a uh, as we can see for Epstein case. If it, well, you know that's a yeah. But uh, so tell us more, Dave Ridley. I see Fred Boning going off. So mm. now, can you get? Can you guess what the what the uh, the new the new superintendent? I'm sorry, not there's not a new. Did I say superintendent? A new principal uh, in Bedford. Uh, but anyway, can is you, it Phil Griot? Guess what he's on the warp? Can you guess what he's on the warpath again? Uh, I don't know. Sugary drinks. Common core. I mean that you would think that would be you would expect something like that, like maybe sugary drinks or the Singapore clothing or Singapore o- use, you know, uh, heroin use or something like that. I don't know. You dig it. Boys what wearing actually on the warpath again is parents wearing pushback bras. Ooh. What well, if, you know, the, what about the underwiring? It trips off the. Uh, the metal detectors. Oh, yeah. So, you know, we've seen women wearing uh, bras in their gun. I mean, guns in their bra. Yeah. I think I, I'm, I think, why am I thinking about bras? I like that. I think it's, it's hot. too hot. Well, what do, what do you mean, Dave? Uh, please expand. 99 degrees hot. So I guess what he says is, well, uh, there are a lot of parents here who are trying too hard to help their, you know, things go well for their students in school. And they're snowplow parents. They're doing too much. Yeah, that's and the latest thing about leveling. We so proud parents. Yeah, so we saw that in California. He's his, his taxpayers, basically. Right, because it it, it puts the uh, it puts uh, minority uh, students and POC students at a disadvantage, because it's a known fact that you know, well, middle class parents of any color, they talk to their children more. They get more involved. That uh, a poor child hears like two million words less than when they go to start school. And the, the hearing all the talk, being talked to by parents, being taught things helps develop the brain and its ability not to learn. And that is now in the Orwellian world we live in, that is wrong. I saw this all in California. Mm. You know, they get rid of leveling and when the, because there were certain segments of the population that it's demonstrably true cannot function at the same level. Mm-hmm. And then they had the thing where in the Hayward schools, where they had the story in the San Francisco Chronicle about a POC student who was a D student, but then they reconfigured the class so that they were white Chinese, and you know they got rid of all the the tracking, and the whole class takes the test. 
And they said, well, this kid went from a D student to an A student. And this is published without irony, Mm -hmm. that that's actually it. And rather than addressing the fact, what would lower the schools, the the scores of a poor kid or a kid, POC kid who's poor, I think it's a form of PTSD, a complex PTSD from, because once I started getting it, my IQ drops like a, you know, drops 100 points. You just can't Mm. function. Right, right. But rather than do that, it's it's like this fantastic Stalin-esque leveling or something. It's bizarre. This is uh, the first time, by the way, I've heard that term, uh, snowplow parenting. Is that what it is? I've never heard that either. But, a snow, you know, snow being white. Yes. And white people are evil. That's, you know, that's what we're learning from the squad. <laughs> oh. Isn't that it? I'm sure. Isn't, isn't that, you know, yeah. uh, isn't that what's the truth? <laughs> they chisel off uh, the Puritan at Yale from the facade because people are being upset by by it. Of course, uh, Yale was founded by Congregationalists. All public school systems come from, you know, the low the low church, non-white light Protestants like Congregationalists mm-hmm. because that was part of their tradition. And that's in the Constitution. That's, that's in the Articles of Confederation that every state that comes in has to have a public school system because to a Protestant, but a, a non, uh, an anti, an anti-establishment Protestant, one against the Church of England, just as the Church of England broke off from the Catholic, uh, Church, and in many ways mirrored the Catholic Church, except that the King was, was the head, not the Pope, the King or the Queen. The, uh, Church of England was, cons- was similar. And there were all sorts, so you had the reaction, the not, the, uh, the, the dissenters, who were the Puritans, Came to America, they just didn't, you know the South was settled by like a, different was, was differently settled as Maryland was the only colony with with Catholics and Pennsylvania originally was Quakers but New England so dominated the country at one time versus Virginia also the the great slaveocracy but uh, the ideals free speech John Milton a Protestant divine, a Puritan. The only reason he wasn't executed after the English Revolution, he was Cromwell, who had deposed the king and killed him. You know, Parliament beheaded him. He was a Protestant divine, and he was his Latin Secretary of State. He wasn't murdered because he was one of the greatest writers. He wrote Aragopatica. Aragopatica is a pamphlet, an argument for the free... Free speech, free licensing of pamphlets by nonconformists. That is the basis of the First Amendment, plus the Glorious Revolution of 1989 and what would be called the Bill of Rights. That was no. brought to America. So does that kind of sum up what's going on in Bedford, Dave? No, but the thing is, Bedford's a place <laughs> no. that comes from that type <laughs> well, of thing. Education. That was, that, was six de- that was six degrees of separation at the end there, probably. But uh, I, no, I, but I don't know. the point know. is, with, you know. With regard to the- with regard to the snowplow parenting, I'm sure Public that there are Public education is a cultural thing. That's what I'm saying. And it will reflect it, the culture. I'm, I'm sorry. Can you hear me? Oh, yeah. Go ahead, Dave. Oh, I was just saying, yeah, with regard to the alleged snowplow parenting, I'm sure there are cases where parents do too much and they're harmful, you know, in, in, the, in the process of trying to move their student along faster than others or whatever. I'm sure that, that, that it can be abused. Uh, John Stuart Mills. Like anything else, once there's some new thing you're not allowed to do, the government starts to see it everywhere, and those schools are the government. Mm-hmm. 
Well, you use government too broadly. That's the problem. The point is, is that the public schools in America were a reflection of low church, non-white light, non-white light meaning non-evangelical Protestants. And the reason was, because every male had to be able to read the Bible and interpret them for himself. And many women did too. Literacy in Massachusetts in 1800 in the state of Connecticut, which was primarily Congregationalists at the time, and had established churches too, Congregational churches, they, it was almost 100%. It's never hmm. been reached again. But the idea was, rather than a priest reading the text and interpreting for you, I asked my mother, do you ever read the Bible? She said, we had Bible stories. The priest told us what yeah, it was. Yeah. And in many ways, it's probably better. But let's not get into that. Right, because right. look at, it was one thing when you had this consensus, and, you know, but then everything fragments. So, and you know, the evangelicals have quite a different way of thinking. You gotta remember the well, Civil War is a reflection of the war, is a reflection, they call it the Cousins War, of the war that happened in 1640 in England. Cavaliers and Roundheads. The South becoming the Cavaliers again. And they were defeated by Greater New England. The North overwhelmed the South in the Electoral College by 1856-1860 because it just, with its industry and everything, and the immigration, Irish, Germans and all that, it just outstripped them. And it, it gets power. And so they seceded. Yeah. See, that's um, history, but nobody wants to know history. They want to pretend the world was created right now. Right, yes. Anything else on your mind, Dave? Nothing to add. <laughs> All right, give the uh, Ridley Report a plug before you go, please. Get the secession rolling. RidleyReport.com. <laughs> I, I, I ambush interview politicians. Yes, indeed. And you do it well. All right, thanks, Dave. What Many good thanks. is it, do? All right, bye-bye. All right, so... Um, to the discussion earlier. Well, I think that you're mirroring Trump and you're doing exactly what he is saying that. about you've, uh, you know, it's Friday. It's hot. You're a Yeti and oh, you know, yeah. attempting yeah. passing. Oh, we have another call. And you're, uh, and you're scratching. Busy day today. Scratching Hi, welcome calls. to Matt Connerton Unleashed. Who's this? Hi, Matt. This is Karen. How are you? Hi, Karen. Good. How are you doing? Good. Um, I'm just calling uh, to talk about the snowplow parenting and what it actually means is just like those actresses that paid for their daughters and children to get into colleges that's what it means it's parents that will at any cost push any obstacle out of the way for their children oh okay i really don't think it has anything to do with politics i half the time mr hopwood i can't follow what you're saying anyway <laughs> well but it does do politics that, doesn't it it's parents that just want their children to get ahead, and they have the money to do it. They'll rewrite um, their essays and everything. It's They're clearing the way for their children to succeed. Oh, okay, great. Well, thank you, Karen. Yeah, I hadn't heard that term uh, before today, but it, it certainly makes sense. Well, in California yeah. and other places, the criticism is of, of any kind. Yeah. You're giving them an unfair advantage. And uh, that I voted in California in a proposition to keep affirmative action, which lost. And, uh, well, uh, let's, let's ask, uh, Karen, anything else on your mind or what was it just that? Nope. Nope. That was it. <laughs> I just wanted to <laughs> elaborate on what that was because it really didn't have anything to do with the government. It's the parents themselves. Gotcha. And all right. Of course, the... All right, Karen. Thank okay. you. Okay. Thanks. Thank you. You but got school, it. Bye bye. But, but see, what she's saying is not true because schools are in our constitution. It's in the Articles of Confederation. It was in the Northwest Ordinance. That was the first act that Congress passed 
after the reconstitution, the creation of the United States under the Constitution. I think she was just talking about what that specific new term. But everything's I assume political. That's new. Sex is political. Homosexuality is political. Tra- uh, Gore Vidal. I, I suggest that she read Gore Vidal's articles in the, from the 1970s when the gay rights movement was new about sex is politics. I think he has an essay that's called that. Yeah. Everything you do is politics. When the government goes in, in uh, until Griswold versus Connecticut, 1965, which was brought up by none other than uh, Romney during the 2012 debate with Obama. And I turned to the people from the New York Times who were younger than me. He says, they're talking about abortion. They didn't know that. That you had to know Griswold v. Connecticut until the, the court created the right of privacy under the doctrine you have a there's a penumbra of privacy rights umbra penumbra that is chief that is Justice William O. Douglas backed up by the super chief Earl Warren and there were bumper sticks impeach Earl Warren the reaction of Trump is a reaction against the Warren court they are the ones who desegregated America ordered the desegregation. Never quite really happened, though. Everything's politics. Sure. Under Griswold, before Griswold versus Connecticut, a married couple in Connecticut. Connecticut. We're not talking about, you know, uh, uh, the Packer Woods in Alabama, who you could actually shoot black folk. Even in 1979, when my father was living in a gated community in Birmingham. And, you know, and uh, you could not get a condom unless you had a prescription, unless the doctor allowed you to. A condom. Wow. A prophylactic. Let alone an abortion. Roe v. Wade comes out of Griswold. It comes out of a, a doctrine of privacy that many people on the right, and I'm sure many people on the court as constituted, believes is a fiction. That that doesn't exist. Because if you remember the Bork hearings, mm-hmm. chaired by Joe Biden, who was against, who borked Bork. Yes. Along with Ted Kennedy, because Joe Biden was a Ted Kennedy liberal, mm-hmm. although people now want to pretend he's a racist and some type of horrible reactionary. They want to rewrite history. And those who don't know history repeat it because mm-hmm. you're, you're re-electing this jerk. But everything's politics. Dave, in his way, is right. When somebody, a principal, starting to talk about because snowboarding, that's the... There's, you know, just like there's a penumbra of privacy, you know, metaphors. Language is based on metaphor, thought. Substitution of one thing for another. I studied semiotics. Had to. Defense Intelligence Agency had us do it. Literature is about that. What things really mean. Mm -hmm. That's just the tip of the iceberg. It's all the advantages of the uh, wealthy. What about being able – when I was a kid, people sent their kids from – the Bedford parents could enable their kids to take SAT prep courses. My my mother, my father was gone. My mother hadn't gone to college. She'd been through high school. She didn't know, you know, she didn't didn't know about the stuff. Yeah. And we didn't have the greatest guidance counselors over at the West Side High. Well, I want to get to this because, and don't get to what? Don't shoot the messenger because I agreed with you. But Fred put this in the Facebook live chat. This this goes back to what did we're, he pick it up off the internet just now? Well, I, I would assume. Uh, so he said, John's not right. The Central American Miners Program was an American immigration policy established by the Obama administration in November 2014. The program allowed lawfully present parents in the U.S. to the opportunity to request a refugee uh, or parole status of their children residing in the Northern Triangle, El Salvador, Guatemala, and Honduras. The combination of being a uh, transshipment point 
Uh, and the increase of gang violence in the Northern Triangle caused its regions insecurity. What are you talking about the Northern Triangle? What's the Northern Triangle? That is El Salvador, Guatemala, and Honduras. This was at the border. Well, hang on. There's in more. Texas. So among other countries in Central America, the Northern Triangle's gang violence is ranked among the worst in the world. Due to an influx, this gets to what so we were talking about. Trump never talks about gang violence. I guess it doesn't well, hang exist on. anymore. So this gets to what we were talking about before, though. Due to an influx of unaccompanied minors entering the U.S. from Central America, and I, I remember entering this. Entering the U.S. Yep, and being victims of violent crimes during the journey, the Obama administration initiated programs that partnered with Central American governments to combat the violence that influences minors to migrate to the U.S. However, the violence in the Northern Triangle only escalated so, in 20... Hang on, almost done. I'm going to go get some water. Only escalated in 2015, prompting the Obama administration to expand the Central American Miners Program in 2016. Now we're in 2015, so so it's just expanded beyond. And then Trump ended it. That's that's rhetorical prestidigitation. We're talking about 2014. We're talking about $3.5 billion to send those kids out of the United States. Why doesn't he limit it to that? Why doesn't he address it to that? It's in this context, but 2014, and the Republicans denied it. I mean, everybody wants to cherry pick and, and that cherry well, pick. Well, no, this, he's, he's talking about November but of 2014. He just went to 2015 in that article. Right. It, well, yes, going forward in but history. In 20, well, but this in started in 2014. Yeah, where's the 2014? Asked for the three, five point billion dollars to send the kids back. Yeah, that part's not in. Because not he's not addressing it, just like Jim did it. Yeah, you and Jim really got into it. Well, it, it, when somebody, I that's I consider that a form of press the digitation, and I got to go get some water because it's hotter than hell in here. All right, we do have a call. Hi, welcome to Matt Connerton Unleashed. Who's this? It's your old pal. Hey, <laughs> hey, Fred. Well, John, what, what what I was saying was actually Obama Just- left a lot of the children stay here. A big portion of them stayed, and that's what he got the money to do. Fred. Fred, he wasn't be- using the money to ship them back. Fred, before you actually, go any further, created a program for it. Fred, Fred, before you go any further, I should just tell you, John just got up and left the room to uh, get a drink of water. So he's not. Uh, I think he knew it was going to oh, be. Okay. He, he knew it was you. So calling how are you? And- uh, we're gonna, we can talk about <laughs> chewing tobacco while we're waiting. <laughs> did you ever do that, or have you ever chewed tobacco? I did for a very short time when I was like nine years old. Yeah, and when you were and, nine. Uh, yeah, I used to go skinny dip with Bonnie Bakley too. The you know the woman that that the guy from Beretta killed. She was like my best friend. Really? No kidding. Yeah. Screw up in my hometown. We used to go skinny dipping all the time. Oh my god! Oh wow! Uh, what what's that actor's name? Robert Blake? Is that him? Yeah, Robert Blake. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he murdered her. Not that she didn't, you know, create enough heartache in his life and wasn't a grifter. I mean, she was always a grifter, but yeah, but um. But he did kill her. Yeah. Wow. All and right. He's in prison for it, so you know. John, John is uh, John is returned. Although his microphone is drooping. John, well, what I was what I wanted John to know yeah. is that the money was actually used to help keep what well, money they, because he let a he lot didn't of get kids the money. in. He didn't deport the, the he didn't get the money unaccompanied children. He didn't get the money. Congress didn't they, give him the money. Yeah, they got some of the money. They, he didn't get Congress all of it, but they got the a whole money. bunch of it because they just created another program to do it. Send us that. He wanted to send kids back. He wanted to repatriate them. 
Hmm. Barack Obama he is not. Built a program and uh, Barack Obama is not Donald minors. Trump. The Democratic Party was for strict immigration. My God, Cesar Chavez, the first interview I ever had, and I can tell you the whole interview was with Jerry Brown because I was working with the United Farm Workers be, strike, help us strike in 1980 because I was in Howard Zinn's class and he sent us out to do something. And there's Jerry Brown, threw his hat in the ring because Jimmy Carter was so weak, but Ted Kennedy really didn't want to be president. And this was the, the in, in a crush of people in Boston. This is the extent of the uniform, the uh, interview, first interview I ever had. And I've been interviewing them for years. The United Farm Workers are in strike. Jerry Brown turning his hatchet face to me and his intense eyes that remind Torquemada of Dostoevsky's Grand Inquisitor. I support them. That's the entire thing. Cesar Chavez, a saint in American labor, whose name adorns uh, streets in San Francisco, Los Angeles. He was against illegal immigration. Do you know why, Fred? Because it depressed wages. Because in Los Angeles. Because in Los Angeles. Because in Los Angeles. Because in Los Angeles. The... Custodial, custodial unions, which are primarily African-American, had, the, if you use the current uh, inflation, they made about 20 bucks an hour before the union was busted by the importation of illegals or whatever you want to call them, undocumented. The boom in San Diego, Pete Wilson's hometown, illegals, illegal, undercutting the wages of union employees. Pete Wilson used to... Wave the bloody shirt. Do you know what that means? That goes back to the first, the second cousins' war. First being 1640s in England, civil war, war of the rebellion. That means when we they tried to have, when you had the the Yankees, the, the North was reconstructing the South. The Night Riders, the Klan, used to take people out and whip them. And the, uh, one co Republican congressman, because the party. Of Lincoln was the party of African Americans through Eisenhower, at least, who first president since that era to get two civil rights bills through in 58 and 60 with LBJ's help as the majority leader of the Senate. Weak bills, but weeks nonetheless to get African Americans the ability to vote in the South, them being Republicans, and primarily there. They, he waved the shirt. It's called what the race card, waving the bloody shirt. So Pete Wilson would always be blaming illegal immigrants, as he called them, from Mexico for all the ailments. And that got him elected senator, U.S. senator. And then since the governor of California is more powerful than any U.S. senator, he used it to become the governor. And every in all, he used all his powers to make sure that that pool of illegal labor was always open and always available. Because that's politics. That is when Homo sapiens sapiens, according to Julian Jaynes in The Origin of Consciousness in the Overflow of the Bicameral Mind, which he claims was a uh, development of the brain that occurred when there were mass migrations in societies smashing into them, themselves, that the difference between the Iliad and the Odyssey is in the Iliad, everybody they say is literally true. They are talking to the gods. That's the way the brain was structured. But when you get... The Odyssey, when you get the brave Ulysses and his tales, he has okay. learned something dude, that other people haven't. We're talking about 2014. Stick to the <laughs> yeah, subject, all right? Let's dude, just get, we don't need to hear Ulysses lessons. knows Let's how to lie. Stick to 2014. You, why don't you, what, yeah, because do you, know, what, do you ever hear of George Santayana? Those who don't know history are condemned to repeat it. If you don't know human history, 
you and what you're I'm denying. I'm just trying to correct People a statement lie. you made, the homo John. Sapiens I'm just trying to create, God correct save us. the statement. God save us, the, the true the, believers. You know, you were a Republican. You know I what? Guess this is Ronald Reagan right? was a racist. <laughs> Did you vote for Ronald Reagan? He started his campaign in September 1980. Well, after after the convention you said, in Philadelphia, you said, Mississippi. You should let, let Fred answer if, if he voted. You asked did him you a question. For, did you vote for Ronald Reagan? <laughs> did yeah. you support Ronald Reagan? He was a racist. Oh, I know. Probably oh, I, I was, know. too. I know. Do you know who died in Philadelphia, Mississippi? Three civil rights workers. What does that have to do with when you were saying that what does that about have to a, do a specific with it, right? topic, John? John, let's just stick to that topic, okay? What does that have to do with it, Fred? You supported the racist president, (laughs) didn't you? You free with your free will. You voted for somebody that went to Philadelphia, Mississippi, notorious, and gave a speech on states' rights, which is a code for segregation. I used to like Limbaugh too. You know, I mean, you want to say that segregation? I did. You supported the racist. I was a Baptist missionary too, John. You supported the racist. Yeah, the be- Southern but, Baptists. You know, John, but let's Southern Baptists were so, that well, was were the topic. so wonderful, you know, when it came to race relations. I think I think what what Fred is trying to tell you is that he has evolved, and he's not that the same person ideologically that he was back then. And were you a bad person then? Were you evil? Yes. Oh yeah, you were evil. <laughs> now were that now that I look being. back at myself, yes, you were just a human being. Yes. Yes, I believed a lot of things that were totally not true, John. Well, you're a true, I did. You're a true I believer. I really did. I've had a lot of epiphanies God in my life, God save us, John. the true believers. A lot of them. God That's why on the radio us. show I call myself your most humbled host. Oh, uh, we just have, we have humble a humble host here that be, uh, decided not to run for office, but we can't talk about that. I'll talk to Matt, give Matt the details afterwards. Mm, there's a backstory. My, mm. my thing is human beings lie all the time. In California, what do they call it? The Bradley effect. Oh, yeah, we're going to vote for uh, Tom Bradley, who was African-American. Then they go and vote for uh, the oh, Jamaican. What are doing? <laughs> People so, are human. I, this jerk, this jerk, the things he says. You're, you're and referring, everybody reacts you're to refer- it. Greater Columbus Sports Commission is proud to celebrate the history of women's athletes and the 50th anniversary of Title IX with a new podcast. The Starting Nine Up podcast will feature some of the most important female voices in local sports. Hosted by iHeartMedia's Matt McCoy, Starting Nine Up explores stories you may be familiar with and others you might be hearing for the first time. Listen and subscribe to Starting Nine Up, a Title IX podcast on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. The Just Because deal. Hey, oh, what's this? Breakfast from Mickey D's. From me? Yep. Why? Because it's morning and you like McDonald's. Let's eat while it's hot. There's a deal for every act of kindness at McDonald's. The steak, egg, and cheese bagel is back at McDonald's. Order ahead on the app and pick up curbside. Price and participation may vary. McD app download and registration required. to Trump, just to be clear, not Fred. No, just so, not a jerk. I agree with ninety nine percent. Different jerk. Different jerk. <laughs> it's just you. This jerk. It, it's like he's mesmerized Matt. Where Matt, you know, it's like Matt's falling into traps that you used to criticize because you're outraged. This guy is a real. Of course, I'm outraged. Ass. Yeah. But not all Republicans 
are evil, and that's ridiculous. I never John said. John Huntsman? I never said John all Huntsman, Republicans were evil. When I met John Huntsman, I love Ronald Reagan. You think I busted his balls, uh, uh, his uh, stones or whatever? If you can have to edit that. No. Uh, oh, the TV's not on? You can get away with that. I didn't bust his bones about supporting a racist. I don't know if Ronald Reagan was a racist. I know he used racist tropes, and George H.W. Bush used them very effectively against my candidate, Mike Dukakis, and, and everybody talks about how wonderful George H.W. Bush, that absolute P-R-I-C. Mm. Let's, let's bring Fred into that because he might not realize what you're referring to. So, Fred, I made a, a comment on the uh, Matt Connerton Unleashed Facebook page that because of the incredibly meek and mild response from the uh, Republicans in Congress, you know, those who Republican those Party. who are in safe seats, who don't have to worry about upsetting uh, the MAGA people and, and losing. Um, I said that I that because of that, because, you know, there's so few of them who are bothering to speak out about anything. I said, I'm never voting for another Republican because to me. This is a party full of racist enablers and racist apologists who don't even have, uh, you know, the stones to call Trump out on anything. I mean, the, the, instead, they spend a lot of time uh, equivocating and obfuscating and, and sort of, uh, you know, just turning themselves, just twisting themselves in knots, you know, trying to excuse this kind of stuff. And I, I said... You know, if this is how it is, I said, I'm never because, I, you know, I'm an, I'm an independent and I voted for both Democrats and Republicans. But I said, I'm never voting for another Republican if this is what the party is. And so that's what that's what John was uh, commenting on there. But I, I'm curious to know your thoughts. Uh, well, I, I, I feel that I'm the guy that We're started this whole discussion the other the other day. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, when I said, if, if you if you continue to support this man. Then, then, then not only are, then you become a racist because you support someone who is clearly, it would be like saying, I support David Duke and then saying, but I'm not a racist. Mm-hmm. It would be that, that, uh, that, uh, that uh, obvious. And there's no difference. There's no subtleties, right? There's no, 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 no it, it, it's when all. you don't call him out. I mean, if you right. said David Duke's a racist Duke and he's a no good person, dedicated. but I like the way he, uh, Runs the budget. So Donald That's Trump something different. has made statements equivalent to David Duke that uh, blacks are animals and mud people and they should be thrown out of the United States and white. We should have a white people's country. See, he's he's made those statements. No, not exactly. Don, you mean Donald what do you mean Trump? not exactly? Yeah, he did, did say I'm, I'm, a, I'm a I'm a nationalist. Um, when, you know that that was his, nas- his dog whistle. Who and cares? he's the guy who was Everybody's, the one who started his first. Oh, I'm John, a nationalist. John, he, he said, "I'm a white nationalist." John, let let Fred finish. But a white nat. But he's but it's it's bull. Did he say white nationalist? Yeah, actually, Trump has said that. Show me. Or he's a fan of white nationalism. I don't believe that. No, he did. He did. You, you show me that. Show me that in a reputable source. Show me that in something that's reputable and backed up. Okay, okay. John. John. I don't know that he said, I, I'm, I'm going to say that because I, I try not to say things that at least I don't have a source for. I'm not sure that Donald Trump has ever said he was a white nationalist. But the very first time he showed up in the New York Times was when he got, when he was got sued for discrimination. 
That was the very first time Donald Trump's name when ever showed up who in the New York Times. He and his dad got sued for discrimination. He's and also the guy so who what? went out there and 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 put you know the the Central Park Five right. He is still to this day not apologized for t- saying that they needed to be executed. Even though they were exonerated with DNA and everything else, uh, they are oversimplified. And they have the, the guy that did the guy that did it. He he did, couldn't find that. So Bloomberg, he, his, Mayor Bloomberg's a racist because he wouldn't. He would not settle that case because you're oversimplifying the exoneration. But let's just say Donald Trump. Let me ask you something. Donald, they found Fred the guy Trump. who did it. They Fred found Trump. the person who did they it. They found one of the persons it. that did it. There was multiple semen in her, wasn't there? They found one of the they people. They didn't find that did any it. of those kids. They didn't find any of those kids. You know, DA and FBF is very funny because I know a person that was involved in the OJ trial. Oh, here trial. we go. Oh, oh let's go because you know about. <laughs> well, you're going to you're going to say now that how did, these guys how did OJ were, get, get that off? they were guilty? They were coerced into it. They all admit that everybody had, it came out that oh, they were Fred, this is coerced what I know. into their if explanation, anything, if and now comes, they were little young kids. If a meme and then now you're going to say that if a meme is on the media. You're going to trumpet it, right? You're going to conform. What you tell me, Fred, from Reagan, you conform then to the Reagan thing. Now you're conforming to this. It comes out of the mouth of the media. Because life is not simple. Politics, all that is not simple. My criticism is you're going through life now looking at a hood ornament when you're driving a car. Because this is just a show that that this jerk has been staging, abetted by a advertising-fueled media that wants a freak show because it gives them ratings. And we're all supposed to... I'm not joining in on a freak show by this guy. I've already got my freak on personally. Ooh, you got your freak on? When you're going to talk about Fred (laughs) Trump being sued for redlining, that probably included 100% of all, all landlords of that time. Those were new laws, anti-redlining. And I'll, I'll just remember one thing. The Democrats created the anti-redlining uh, legislation. They created banks that were funded that were supposed to give credit to African Americans. Ron Brown, that was his path to power. Ron Brown, the Commerce Secretary of Clinton. And guess what? He was indicted, if not indicted, accused of redlining against blacks because he used the capital elsewhere because you want to know something what i found out in life you're from africa america any place any color you're just a regular person people are the same let 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 fred get in jesus but it's all out of context it's like society doesn't exist let fred respond it's a narrative go ahead these are narratives they're push-pull narratives yeah let fred respond before we run out of time go ahead fred it's not real My, my my question is Again, when something two wrongs obviously do not make a right, not saying one was right or one was wrong. One is racist. Maybe the other one was racist, too. You, but one clearly. Clearly, has, yes. and, and the people closest to him, once they're not under his little spell, they all admit that he's a racist. Oh, they all yeah. say it. And, sure. unless you, and, and, and a racist only has to believe that your specific color or race is better than someone else's. But yeah, he shuns black people. Is. He doesn't allow black people in the White House. He doesn't have black people on the, in the cabinet, right? This isn't Ronald Reagan either, who didn't even know the one black person that was in the cabinet. How many black people are in the cabinet? Well, you tell me, Fred. 
If he hated oh, blacks, please. if he was a white nationalist, if he was David Duke, would there be any? Would the woman that's saying he was a racist who's got a book to sell, would she have been there? Amarosa? Would Kim Kardashian's husband be there? Would he be pardoning black people? Would he be pardoning oh, Jack Johnson? Oh, because you have a black friend, you're not a racist. Would he be that, pardoning that Jack Johnson? Is that, is, that the, is that the excuse you know what, someone Matt? says, well, I have a black friend? Yeah, but, yeah. I, what, what, what we say is what we're saying so, okay, is he's David maybe the Duke. reason why certain yeah, so it's, it's, maybe the re- it's simple what you're saying. It's not giving cognizance to the way it's life a, it's is a really. Thing when John's there, because he's, he never stops talking at all. Well, <laughs> you're, you're saying you're talking, such stuff. <laughs> but what Matt once said, when ever since I met you, is that people calling wolf everything's racist, which I called you a racist once yes. when I was hot in the collar, which you know we, we worked it out because you never didn't, you didn't. I was we were arguing about something. I, I had something coming at you. I I'm being uh, my number one thing is I'm a racist because a partic- the allies of a particular flower pot maven took some typo I had, and mm-hmm. that's the number one in my Google feed, which is leading to a lawsuit now, which might be one of the reasons oh, wow. Jackass isn't there. Oh, the point is, you know. When you start, everything's racist. It be, Matt, you said this. It just becomes nothing. When you call Joe Biden a racist, is Joe Biden a racist? Would I call Brad? Joe, Biden, is Joe a racist? Biden a racist? Not in my opinion. I don't know. No. He's probably done stupid things that didn't help black people. I'm right. Sure I don't know. He's a racist. Let's let's call him a racist. That will help. Uh, that will help certain candidates. It's a rhetorical strategy, Fred. People that will say anything. That's why we go back to the evolution of consciousness and the brain and why people lie people bamboozle each other do you know what the oldest profession is fred prostitution so the second oldest profession they say is a politician which is true because that comes out of the pimp that was her procurer the first thing you find out about politicians or being politicians is lying you have to lie by the way, I want to I want to get this in, and I want to do it while Fred's still on the phone. I just want to correct myself. Trump did not say white nationalist; he just said nationalist. And that right. is a thing. That's what I thought. Oh yeah. Said, right. but, oh, yeah. Say, so if I say I'm a nationalist and I'm for the United States and I'm for a secure border, I'm a racist, right? Well, in the present, if I'm against illegal immigration, I'm a racist. You would have agreed with, with what I'm saying with before you got swept up in this. <laughs> And that's true, because we can go back. No, the context that Trump said it in, though, he was talking about, oh, yeah, they keep calling me a nationalist. I'm a nationalist. Yeah, I'm a nationalist. But what they really keep calling him is white nationalist. So that was He's his way. He's an idiot. That was, well, I know that. You're talking about a boob that has everybody mesmerized and is going to get reelected. This guy is a master of slob media. You couldn't get Patty Chayefsky, who won three Oscars, the great satirist. He wrote Network in the Hospital, but Network, the great... Mm. satire about the media he couldn't have freaking dream this up we're almost out of time but i want to make sure that fred has a chance to respond to anything or react to anything yes you you got the last word fred okay all i wanted to say what all i wanted to say was that um in in 2014 actually they created a program to help these kids and that a (laughs) a huge portion of the of the unaccompanied minors actually were allowed to stay some of which was because of george bush's original law in 2008 yes that's what i was just going to say it wasn't like he was trying to deport all these children actually they were trying to find a way to stop and there was very few and now as i john i'm going to tell you this and these are facts that are very much checkable in 2000 in in 1986 there was 1.6 million people apprehended at the border they had a budget of 145 million that's 90 dollars per person they are up to thirteen thousand three hundred and thirty-three dollars a person now 
if you could take the full budget amount of people that they're apprehending. There's less than 600,000 they'll apprehend this year because the number's already dropping off like crazy because it's hot. So, so this is not about Mexicans or Guatemalans. This is about for-profit prisons. That's right, it's about. all about, about that. Money. That's everything about that. You know, Fred, why is it that I feel like in 20 years after the military coup, because this jerk and the extremism and the polar, polarization that's approaching the France at the end of the Fourth Republic, you're going to have a different story because that's the that's the reality being uh, spewed out by what we had before one of our shows. No, we're just talking numbers, John. I'm just talking numbers. Uh, all numbers, this numbers, money, about, numbers. Aldous Huxley, nine the billion dollars on the border. They put nine billion dollars on the border to deal with six hundred thousand people. Right, because nine no Democrat billion ever, dollars. No Democrat would ever use a, a, a process to loot. Like LBJ, he didn't create all those programs after you know the signing of the Civil Rights Act of '64, which all the big bosses, Democratic bosses in the cities, hated. He didn't do that all to create his own patronage system so he can ensure him a way around the bosses to get the nomination '68. No, it's all from his good heart, good good heart. Oh, Jesus, you know, well, right. I, don't think, right. I don't think any of that money. I don't think I think they did a better job in 2000 in 1986 on a budget of one hundred and forty five million dollars, because whatever they were doing then, we didn't have in 1986, we didn't have the budget. Jail. Was... We didn't have all this stuff and they had less money. But, but now they can't jail. manage these people. And, and actually, I have friends there today at who, the border. How do these kids on these get here? So who is, they, they, they who don't manage them very well for this. Huge amount of money. If Trump, I wouldn't be surprised if there were agents of Trump and the Democratic Party down there spurring this on. It is a is a political and rhetorical strategy, and it is working for both sides. The extremists on the yeah, right, somebody's and on making the money left. on it. Somebody's making money on it. Yeah, see, uh, MSNBC it helps their ratings. Although I guess CNN is tanking. Well, maybe not the. Uh, that's not the money that they're getting. That they just gave the. the NBC's not getting any of that. Oh, yeah, and all you do-gooders but... asking for money. You don't. You, that's all from the goodness of your heart, right? Like uh, we can talk about the veterans. What was that? The uh, Wounded uh, Warriors Project that Trump, when he gave the money, it was revealed what a frig and corrupt, utterly right. corrupt organization that was. Yeah. I mean, people are doing this all out of the goodness of the heart. It's not the they're living, <laughs> right? They don't make a living out of this. All right. Well, we are out of time. So, Fred, thank you so much for the call, my friend. As always. No problem, boss. <laughs> all, right. all right. Have a nice night, John. I always right. do. Bye, Fred. All right. Come on down to the Hop Knot at 1000 Elm Street, Manchester's premier craft beer and gourmet pretzel bar. Tell us more, Trudy. We make our dough fresh every day. We make a variety of styles of pretzels and serve craft beer, cocktails, and a few bottles of wine. We do the traditional pretzel, and we have multiple flavors for that. We also do stuffed pretzels, pretzel sandwiches, free dessert pretzels, and pretzel knots. The Hop Knot in the Brady Sullivan Plaza at 1000 Elm Street. Hey everybody, welcome to Matt Connerton Unleashed for Friday, April 3rd, 2020. And what we're going to do today on the program as we continue to pre-record during the stay-at-home order here in New Hampshire, uh, we're going to do another best of to close out the week. This is going to be the best of Matt Connerton Unleashed, volume 31 best arguments the best arguments in the history of the show 
part three. Yep, I told you we had enough to do a trilogy of the best arguments in the history of Matt Connerton Unleashed. And then when we return on Monday of next week, we're going to have an all-new show for you. We're going to do uh, something special, and it will be two hours of brand-new recorded audio. But to finish out this week, we're going to finish out our Best Arguments trilogy here on Matt Connerton Unleashed. I also want to remind everyone, please continue to support our wonderful sponsor, The Hopknot, in the Brady-Sullivan Plaza at 1000 Elm Street in downtown Manchester, New Hampshire. They are now not only doing carryout, but also deliveries Monday through Saturday from noon to 7 p.m. So please continue to support our sponsor, The Hopknot, at 1000 Elm Street in Manchester, New Hampshire. And without further ado, to finish out this week, here is the best of Matt Connerton Unleashed, Volume 31, Best Arguments, Part 3. To close out our trilogy, because what better way to uh, to get you through this uh, stay-at-home order here in New Hampshire than listening to people argue with each other on the radio? <laughs> Enjoy. I'm gonna let, talk politics. Oh. I'm going to try to get in the conversation with you. Well, we I think we actually have a call. All right. So maybe uh, maybe it's Scumpy. Maybe. Yeah, you know what? You know what? I bet you it's Eric Gagnon checking in. You think in. so? Yeah. All right. We'll see. Hi, welcome to Matt Connerton Unleashed. Who's this? Hey, man, it's Mike Doyle. No, it's Mike Doyle. Mike Doyle, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, Doyle. Good. I wanted to check on to see if you're all right. You're getting a little ripped up. Hey, Paulie, how you doing? What's going on, my friend? Uh, I, I, I was got in the car, and I turned on the show, and, and I heard it sounded like uh, Connerton was going to blow a blood vessel there. He was he was ripping it up pretty good there, and... So I wanted to make sure he was all right. That's all. I'm I'm all right. What I, happened? Get no, it. Talk about what happened. No, I was at work still. What happened? No, Why were you about yeah. to blow a gas? Well, he, he was he was jumping on the Trump statement, which was was fairly idiotic. And as a lot of representatives and are saying, "Why are you going after the small fish?" But they seem to be getting under his skin because he likes to be patriotic. And and of course, <laughs> he's, this gang of this gang of four, which are saying, which are doing one thing and saying the other. And the, the the only difference I have to say about what you were saying is you kept saying, don't let people, you know, do what you feel is right. And you were saying, show, you know, show what you think is right. Mm-hmm. But you know what? These these ladies, uh, three of these ladies out of the four we're talking about that he was addressing, voted against the, uh, out of, we're only out of four people who voted against that bill to add extra money to the crisis at the border that came out a couple of weeks ago. Okay. And 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 and, and Ocasio Cortez was the one down at the border throwing, you know, yelling fire in a in a in a in a, uh, in a movie theater, yelling. They're making them drink out of toilets, but that's unfounded. Nobody's nobody's been able to say who said that if it's true. And they're putting in cages, and they're living despicable. These places are three, four, five hundred uh, times over. Overcapacitated, mm-hmm. three, four, five, I should say, not three, four, five hundred. Overcapacitated with what they're trying to do down there. They're right, overrun, and they said forever it was a crisis. Remember, they, and, right, and everybody's right. saying Trump's making it up. It's not a crisis. Well, now that it's a crisis, they're going down to the border. There's a to- she was on camera saying they're making them drink out of toilets. It's a concentration camp. La da 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 da. But she voted against giving extra money for extra beds extra toothbrushes, extra food, extra water. 
So, you know, she's got to put her money where her mouth is. She can't say one thing. Yeah. Well, like like I like I said uh, like I said the other day, Mike. I'd like to know what what else is in that bill because there tends to be a lot of things packed into these bills. But um, but yeah, I I, I do think that uh, I will agree with you that some of the rhetoric I think has been a little overheated, and and her comment about you know people drinking out of toilets and whatnot, I haven't seen that substantiated anywhere either. So I do think uh, you have to be. Someone like her does have to be a little bit um, careful because if you if you say something like that and you can't immediately back it up, then it you know it can damage your credibility a little bit. Right. Uh, but uh, DJ, right. It's, it's, D- like, it's like it's like saying, Matt, can you take in, can you take in three refugees next week and help them out for a couple of months till we figure out where they're going to go, and then two days later, Matt, can you take three more? Matt, how about five more? Fifteen. We, we just need, and then Matt's going, you know, hey, 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 slow down here. We, we, I can only take so many before I run out of the ability to do it the right way. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And they, they just, it's just, it's, it's, it's a tough situation. And these people are trying hard at the border, and there's people saying, oh, they're not. They're putting them in cages, and they're treating and mistreating them. And these, these people all have kids. These are families. These are men and women who have families. They're down there trying to do the best they can. And these people are throwing stones at them, saying they're drinking out of toilets and they're in cages. But then come time for the money to, oh, we're voting against giving any extra money to the border bill to help out to help out these children and stuff. And I don't know, you, you can understand what I'm saying. It's just a little. That's, that's an excuse what Trump said. Believe me. Oh, he, okay. He picked the wrong fight. He picked the fight of a low-level hanging fruit instead of going after something that's more important. Because these girls are just, they're, they're, they're just. I don't know. It's almost like they're trying to make noise. It's almost like they're trying to be bold. You know what I mean? Well, I don't think... Called, I, don't forget, they, I don't, don't think there's... Ocasio-Cortez called uh, Pelosi a racist last week. Well, I don't think there's anything... I don't think there's anything wrong with trying to make noise and, and trying to, to be bold. That's kind of what I was... Uh, Saying earlier, but um, but are you but so Mike though? Do we agree that what Trump said was wrong? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was stupid. Yeah. There's no there's no reason for that, and I'm one of those. You know, I'm a Trump supporter, but it's just stupid. The mm. thing he says about McCain, stupid. The thing you know, I mean, he's he's an idiot when it comes to opening his mouth and saying stuff. He's a genius when it comes to running a country. I know people don't want to hear that, but <laughs> look at the numbers. So. No, that's okay. We like hearing it. Little humor. The numbers are the numbers, man. You can't dispute unemployment levels. Everybody's working. Yeah, he. People, uh, got, money in, people got money in their pocket. Tr- Trump's. I mean, Trump's a lucky that's guy. That's all thanks to him. Trump's a <laughs> Trump's a lucky guy. He inherited one hell of an economy. I give him credit for being lucky. Yes, that's true. <laughs> I, I can I, I can send you facts that disprove that. So yeah. if you want to look at them, I'll, okay. I'll send them to you. Thanks. <laughs> All right. Anyways, <laughs> we want to throw that in. There. Oh, Mike, Mike, Mike. Um, a question. Uh, did you hear anything from? Because uh, I, I I heard the morning show, and you you very kindly uh, offered to buy EZG breakfast. Have you heard from him? Yeah, I haven't. No. I was around the whole morning in my home office, and I didn't hear anything. So he could be up in Cagnan Mountain. There may not be his telephone up there. How do you know? I mean, that's right. Who knows? Who knows what? Yeah. Oh. You know. I, you know, who knows? He could, he could be on a sailboat in Bermuda right now. I, know. I think he's actually having a good time. I think he's with family right now doing a summer thing. I, that, I honestly think he's fine. Yeah, I hope so. Right. Laying next, 
out by the lake, laying by the lake, not listening to radio, not listening to anything. So who knows? No. Anyways, man, good show as usual. All right, Mike. Thank you for the call. Yeah. Take care, care, Mikey. Bye bye. All right, that was Mike Doyle, and of course, you can often hear Mike Doyle on the morning show. He was on this morning, and uh, no, it was very nice. Uh, he, uh, what was that? What was, what's going on over there? I that oh. wasn't over here. Oh, <laughs> Mike very kindly offered to buy EZG breakfast, and you know, make it's sure nice. he's doing okay, and he even gave out his uh, number on the air. His uh, cell phone number, but... Uh, wow, really? And then his phone kept ringing, but it turns out it wasn't EZG. Wow. But uh, Give out your phone number on the air. Yes. Wow. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, well, but, uh, yeah, so I hope he's... It's just weird. It's just weird that... Uh, Let's call Eric right now. I don't have his number. Can we call out? I don't... Oh, I think we're, we're getting another call in. Maybe wow. this is EZG. EZG. Hi, welcome to Matt Connerton Unleashed. Who's this? It's the anti-Mike Doyle call. <laughs> yes, Fred. Fred Bonick from the you Daily You knew it was coming, right? You could, I, I just... I somebody needs to fact check that, boy. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Um, first of all, the economy... Donald Trump has made less jobs by millions than in, in, the, in his first 28 months than Barack Obama did in his last 28 months mm-hmm. by, by millions. I mean, literally uh, at least one million less. Right. All right. So uh, the uh, econ- the unemployment has moved 1% under Donald Trump. It moved 5.6% under Barack Obama. Mm. Um, so, you know, it's always about, well, it's at the lowest. Well, what was it before he started? Right, you know? right, right. Yeah. That's an important part that they do. The oh. other thing about Donald Trump and his, uh, his geniusness, um, uh, <laughs> I don't know where to begin on that one, uh, but we'll go. We'll, we'll go. We'll go with the women that he. He obviously because Mike has an issue with, with uh, you know probably mouthy women. You know because Lord knows they shouldn't have a right to speak, and they're not well educated and they're not actually right because he, they actually are right. He didn't go and check their facts. Well, I, 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 he didn't quite say that. I just to be fair, just to be fair to Mike. I mean, he. They're just trying. They're just trying to be. They're just trying to be. Uh, noticed or something i think that was his i think i think loud i think loud and bold is what he said yeah yeah that's it which i think which i think is a compliment i I think it's a compliment too but i don't think he meant it that way he didn't mean it Um, that way in in this context no but right yeah and you know again that was that was a racist thing donald trump is a racist and anybody who still supports him is a racist and no kidding, because if you still support him, hey, hey, dickhead, know, that's an old dickhead. hey, dickhead, my sister supports Trump and she's not a racist. So why don't you shut the f up, okay? If anybody doesn't agree with what you have to say, then they're lesser than you. Why don't you get off the phone and go away? You are a moron, and I hate you. The more I hear your voice. You sound like a tool who sits there and doesn't have a girlfriend and whoever doesn't believe in what you have to say. You know what? You anger me. And I want you to come down to the studio right now so I can introduce myself to you. Okay? Why don't you come oh, down I would, here? But I, I live Fred, in Pennsylvania. Fred, why don't you come down here? Fred, Fred, why don't you come down here? Why don't you come down here, Fred? Fred, why don't you come down here? I'd love to meet you, boner. Fred Boner. Why don't you come down um, here? 
Fred, Fred, Fred's in Pennsylvania. I don't care. I don't care. I'll buy him a ticket. <laughs> oh my! I'll buy you a, a bus ticket, a plane ticket. Oh, hey, you know you want you want you are a moron. I don't. Ha- I don't care what you have to say. I don't care what you have to say. You're a moron. You have you have Are a blanket. You, you have a blanket opinion. No, I, I don't care what you have to say. Well, let, I'm not a Trump well, then, supporter. Then I'm not a Trump quiet, supporter. I'm not a Trump supporter. Why don't you? Show. Why don't you get out of here? Why don't you get lost? I'm sitting in the studio. I'm not in Pennsylvania, moron. Well, you gotta let, you gotta let Fred respond. But uh, although what's funny no, though I is don't, Matt. what's what's funny though is you guys probably agree on pretty much everything I, politically. I, prob- <laughs> I probably do, but I'm not going to sit here and call. I'm not going to sit here and call um, anybody a racist who doesn't believe in the same things I do. He's a nitwit. No, no, I'm not. Oh, I don't care what you believe. I'm saying if you still support what Donald Trump does, which is obviously racist. You're a tool. Then that makes you a racist. You're a tool. You're a tool. You're an absolute tool. I may be a tool, but I'm probably not the tool you think Uh, I am. Why don't you go go downtown and pick up some homeless people and let them go live with you, Jesus? I hate you. I really, I don't care I really if you hate have me. I hope in you hate me. It doesn't you. matter to me. You think, you're, 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 you're a holier-than-thou moron. You you're a holier-than-thou moron. That's it. That may be. That's that it. may be. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumbo Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumbo Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. But I'm right on this. Oh, so what? Go away. What? That people are, are racist because they believe that what Trump believes in? people who still support You're- him... As he endlessly spews racism and has been proven to be racist. You know what? Obviously, are racist if they continue to support him. If they speak out and say, no, this is not, this is not allowed, Mm -hmm. then maybe they can prove that they're not racist. But if they go along with it, then that's, you know, it's the same thing. You know, that's how it works. If you continue to support the guy who's doing racist things, that's what you are. You've convinced me. You're a dickhead. You've convinced me. Well, Mike, Mike Doyle. Well, that's great. Mike Doyle did say he didn't like uh, Trump's comments. Sure, absolutely, right. right. But, but he, did, he didn't. He didn't say that he was guy, a racist. As he does these things, that's the point. Right. Fred, come on up to Manchester. I'd love to meet you. We <laughs> oh, should discuss. I'd love to come we up we to should Manchester. discuss Why? this in person. You think you're going to kick my butt? No, is that your, I, is that no your goal? I'm not a violent person. Saying, my friend? I would love to uh, it, meet it'll you. It'll be in funny person. the next day how that'll all turn out for you. I would love. Ooh. Why? Well, how would it turn out, <laughs> silly? What are you going to do? Well, you'll be like beating up. Here's how the news will handle it. You're going to beat me up. And I'm sure because unlike you, I actually do do the news. So here's what I'll do. What are you going to do? You beat up. Uh, a sixty-year-old handicapped gold star dad. That's how it'll go. What is I mean, this that's how it's going to go. That's how they're going to see it. I would just love you to. Didn't I would like love to see what a retard you looks in person. me on the air. That's what you're. That's how it's going to go. Threaten you on you're the gonna air. You're going to say that, right? Threaten you on the air. How? How is, is that? What you're going to say? I mean, is that what you're doing? How is me wanting to meet you in person threatening you on the air? No, no, no. I'm just saying. Is that what you want to do? 
You want to beat me up? Is that your goal? No. I would love to meet you in person and discuss this with you and see what a genius looks like in person. Oh, I'm sure like that's what you would like, and we're discussing it now, but you keep telling me to shut up. So that, that logic no, isn't going to well, work. Yeah, no, no. Not wanting to talk to you on a, on, a, on, a, on a radio show and meeting you in person to see what a genius looks like who, 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 who gives a blanket opinion. You can go to my Facebook. It's opinion, right there. I have plenty of pictures of opinion With everybody people, that you've never met. What? I'm sorry, what? I can't hear you. You're babbling now. What? Oh, you got something in your ear, your uh, finger? Yeah, I got my finger in my ear, Fred. That's no, I, I, would, I would speaking rather, clearly. Are you not speaking clearly? I would rather discuss this, this in person. This is what makes person. good radio. I, I would I rather <laughs> discuss this with an idiot in person than on a radio show who says whoever believes well, what Trump believes If you're looking for an idiot, look in the mirror. Oh, yeah, it's that easy. Go. It's simple. You just there go to the go. mirror and say... Oh, I want to see an idiot. And magically it'll appear. <laughs> that was good, Fred. It was. That I know. Was I'm good. pretty that good at this. Funny. I've been doing it for 22 years, so keep going. That was good. You're a journalist? I would say I am if I'm in the wow. top 30,000 of all That's websites good. in the so U.S. So what are you doing sitting on a couch right now listening to a radio show? I'm not sitting on a couch. I'm in the backyard talking to my chickens. Oh, well, that's great. They listen to the radio show. At one of with my you? many homes. How many you got? You got four. I got four. You got four. Come on, let's go for it. Got four. Let's tell what? me about me. You got four. Let's tell what? me about four me. Chickens. <laughs> tell me how wonderful you are. Let's uh, let's talk about you. Tell me about what you are. Your achievements. Tell me your achievements. My achievements. I've been retired since I was forty-one. How long have you been retired? I'm not retired. I'm not an old oh, fart. Oh, so that means you're just a guy going to work every day. <laughs> That's right. But I'm the idiot. All why? Right. Why? Is that a bad thing Keep that going. I'm a working class person? Are you knocking down people who Come work on. genius? Impress me. <laughs> impress me with your stuff. I don't need to impress you, Fred. You're a loser. I know. I know. But you wanted to tell me about it in face, face to face. So I'm not. I'm an idiot. Fred, I'm not. I don't want to meet you in person to try to impress you. I just need to meet the kind of person who decides that Matt's everybody. Yes, you, 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 nice you don't even want to let me talk. You're, I, you're an I, a-hole. I, I got to vouch for Fred. He is a very nice man and very well, smart. Yeah, well, <laughs> why doesn't he let me talk then? Well, I, actually, actually, you've been talking more than he has. Why does he not let you talk? <laughs> yeah. talking. Oh, boy. Yeah, but when I, try to, fun, talk, huh, when I try to talk, <laughs> you talk over me. Well, we are out of time. <laughs> well, there, Matt. We ended a good one. Thank you. And, you know, have a, have a wonderful day. And one day I will come up north and I will meet you and you can get your picture with me. I can't, I can't wait. I can't wait. Come on up, Fred. It'll be fun. I'm sure you and I can have a nice long discussion, maybe over a pizza or some chicken. No, I'm a vegan. I don't eat pizza. Ah, figures. Yeah, figures because it's actually. We'll have a nice big bowl of lettuce. Okay, buddy. All right, buddy. (laughs) Well, Matt, all I can say is uh, all you can say is is that people are racist. They will be racist. racist. Yeah, they're going to burn in hell if they support Trump. Thank you. Go away. Get a tattoo that says it, all right? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to get a tattoo that says One on your arm says MAGA. It'll be easy to spot when the the left takes power. (laughs) Right. All right. Have a nice one. (laughs) All right, right, Fred. Bye, Fred. Thank you for the call. All right, that was uh we're we're actually uh we're actually off the air live. I had to switch it over, but it's still recording.
I just I didn't want to I didn't want to end that prematurely because that was uh, that was great stuff. Sorry, man. <laughs> no, no problem. All right. Um, well, we got to go. <laughs> We're out of time. We're over time. Come on down to the Hop Knot at 1000 Elm Street, Manchester's premier craft beer and gourmet pretzel bar. Tell us more, Trudy. We make our dough fresh every day. We make a variety of styles of pretzels and serve craft beer, cocktails, and a few bottles of wine. We do the traditional pretzel, and we have multiple flavors for that. We also do stuffed pretzels, pretzel sandwiches, free dessert pretzels, and pretzel knots. The Hop Knot in the Brady Sullivan Plaza at 1000 Elm Street. Hey everybody, welcome to Matt Connerton Unleashed for Friday, April 3rd, 2020. And what we're going to do today on the program as we continue to pre-record during the stay-at-home order here in New Hampshire, uh, we're going to do another best of to close out the week. This is going to be the best of Matt Connerton Unleashed, Volume 31, Best Arguments. The best arguments in the history of the show, Part 3. Yep, I told you we had enough to do a trilogy of the best arguments in the history of Matt Connerton Unleashed. And then when we return on Monday of next week, we're going to have an all-new show for you. We're going to do th- uh, something special, and it will be two hours of brand-new recorded audio. But to finish out this week, we're going to finish out our Best Arguments trilogy here on Matt Connerton Unleashed. I also want to remind everyone, please continue to support our wonderful sponsor, The Hop Knot, in the Brady Sullivan Plaza at 1000 Elm Street in downtown Manchester, New Hampshire. They are now not only doing carryout, but also deliveries Monday through Saturday from noon to 7 p.m. So please continue to support our sponsor, The Hop Knot, at 1000 Elm Street in Manchester, New Hampshire. And without further ado, to finish out this week, here is the best of Matt Connerton Unleashed, Volume 31, Best Arguments, Part 3. To close out our trilogy, because what better way to uh, to get you through this uh, stay-at-home order here in New Hampshire than listening to people argue with each other on the radio? <laughs> Enjoy. Hi, welcome to Matt Connerton Unleashed. Who's this? Yeah, Matt. This is Bruno. Bruno Sarducci, Father Bruno. You remember me, right? Oh, of course. Speaking yeah. of uh, expletive deleted, I mean post holes. You're my favorite priest. Well, you know, I'm really glad to hear that, uh, but uh, I don't think I'm winning any contest with a Peter White. Oh, poor Peter! You pr- you priests yeah, are so Peter wicked. White. He's a he's, he's a little confused about the Catholic uh, Church. But you know, I just want to call you, Matt, because you know, here at the Vatican, we're we're good to TV watching uh, watching the debates. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, Donald Trump, uh, he he was a big winner in the debates. <laughs> he won them both. He both won them both. Didn't have to say a word. Is it already twenty twenty? Uh, not quite. How long was I in jail? Oh. So uh, I have to say something, Father Bruno, in defense of Peter White. The last time that Peter White was here on the show and you called, you did refer to him as a heretic. I think he might have taken that a bit personally. Exorcist too. Yeah, With well, Richard Burton, I was the heretic. I hope he did to take it personally because uh, when he called the priest a creep, uh, I took that a little personally myself. Well, he didn't call you a creep. He said the, he said there was a creepy priest when he was growing up. 
Yeah, but you know what he meant, you know. He, he never came back to the church. He's blaming them all. He's painting us all with a big brush. We're all the same. We're all creepy. And uh, he, you wear he's not going to come back to the faith. Uh, but I think there's hope for you. I think there's oh. a little hope for you. All right, so you're still holding out for me to come back. I did think about yeah, it. Yeah, you need to come back, Matt. You need you need to come back and 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 feel God. Oh, you know, and and uh, you know, I've been waiting for your call to my show, Matt. Uh, get right with Jesus. Yes, and I don't remember any call from you. Well, it is an international call. I mean, you're in Rome. I mean, that's. Uh, is there a way I can Skype in or something, or does Jesus not? No, uh... we're not in Rome. Oh. Rome is not. We're in the Vatican. It's a separate country. Right, right. We have a special U.S. uh, embassy here in the Vatican. It's a small, though. Is uh, Newt Gingrich the ambassador? uh, You know, the the Papa, he 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 talks uh, to the people, and, you know, he talks to Donald Trump sometimes, too. You know, Donald Trump is a big fan of the Pope. Yes. Well, they're both infallible. Uh, Jenny uh, in the Facebook live chat says, no hope for Matt. He is dating a Jew, LOL. Yeah, well, um, you know, Jesus was a Jew, you know, uh, but, uh, you know, he crossed over a little bit, you know. He started the whole thing, the whole Catholic thing. Oh, my God. And so maybe, uh, you know, maybe uh, there's a hope for your... uh, your uh, your girlfriend, you know, maybe uh, maybe she's going to cross over too. She's going to become a good Catholic girl. Well, we need to get her to call into your show then, and and get right with Jesus. How's Kalista yeah, Gingrich yeah, doing? Everybody's got to get right with Jesus because Jesus, you know, he's watching everybody. He's watching everything you do, Matt. He watches. He knows what's going to happen. He can tell the future. Uh, he knows the past, and uh, <clears throat> he's controlling everything. And if you want to live forever in the kingdom of God, you got to get right with Jesus. Oh, that, that. But see, the thing is, you know, every organization needs a little money, so you got to give, uh, got to give Jesus some money every Sunday. <laughs> what about Newt Gingrich? That's the collection plate. Every organization's like that. You know, we got overhead here in the Vatican. It's not free to run the uh, run this big cathedral. You, you, you've probably been here, and nearly everybody has. Yes. Uh, well, John is asking something about Newt Gingrich. His wife, Calistro, or whatever her damn name Calista. is, is the ambassador to the Holy See. Oh, since she's married to this divor- the multiple divorced uh, Ganeth, to use a term from Yiddish. Ganeth. Well, that sounds like a mean word. Whatever that means. Thief. Oh. Yes, uh, Newt Gingrich. You know, I've never had the pleasure of talking to the the uh, the ambassador. I didn't realize uh, she was uh, that close to a political uh, figure in America, uh, but he was disgraced. He's a disgraced political figure. And uh, I'm going to have to talk to the Pope about this, because maybe we need a little better ambassador here, mm. somebody that has uh, shown uh, better character. But, uh, you know, uh, things are different these days. You know, you can be married two or three or four times now. You know, not oh. in the eyes of the Church. If you're Catholic, you can't do it. But right. But, uh, you know, we believe uh, one man, one woman. That's the motto here yes. in the Vatican. Yes. Yeah, but you can one get man, marriages in one woman. Right? That's the scam. Marriage forever. Yeah, John is saying, but you can get marriages in old, right? Scam. That's the scam. It's like my uh, 
my cousin, her husband divorced her then gets it It's kind of a side deal that we started about uh, nine centuries ago. It's know? a loophole. You got, you got a, if you're right with Jesus, we, we look at it, but uh, it's not easy. Land. And I'm going to tell you, it's not cheap. Oh, that's what I've heard. What rhymes with loophole? Yeah, you got to pay. You got to mm. pay. Mm-hmm. Every country, you got to pay. You know, mm. that's the way religion is. You know, in every religion, every organization, mad, mad. You know, you know this. The world don't run on good works. The world runs on money. That's true. That's true. Yeah, the world. It's unfortunate, but the world runs on money. You need money to get anything uh, that you want, and if you're going to spread the good news, it takes some money. You know, you know, even the Catholic Church. Have you been to our website at the Vatican? Uh, I didn't know you had a website for the Vatican. Oh no, it's a multi-million dollar website. Oh. We got the best. You know, we got uh, <clears throat> we got the the top people. You know, putting that website together, and you can go to me. You can press many different buttons. You can hear you can hear the Pope uh, talk about anything. Wow. But lately, he likes to talk about Donald Trump, you know, and the good things he's doing for America. Hey, I, he's know, I'm on the committee. Taxes. We get to decide what the Vatican invests in. You know, we got a, we got an investment portfolio. You're tax-free, so not paying taxes mm. brings us closer to God. Oh. And that's Trump's genius, you know. We need more tax cuts to make us more godly. That makes sense, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. To get right with Jesus. Mm. Yeah. 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 Uh, oh, what's the uh, you know, sovereign the, debt of the uh, Vatican? This guy, I don't know him. Who is he? Oh, that's uh, John Hopwood. He's a Protestant. Yeah. Oh, not yeah. a year oh, that bull. guy. Yeah, Works yeah, yeah, the short one. Mm-hmm, yes. Yeah, I think he insulted me the last time. Oh, that's But that's what like happens John. on your show. Everybody insults me. I, I don't understand why. They insult me, they insult the church. It's very um, disrespectful. I think I'm... Uh, that's I think, America these days, well, right? Well, Everybody's insulting everybody. I think I'm uh, pretty respectful, uh, Father Bruno. Well, that's your opinion, Matt. <laughs> well. I know you you didn't get right with Jesus. You told a bunch of stories about how Jesus you from to the, do church. the That doesn't sound like you got too much respect for the church. Well, uh, you know, uh, you guys got to uh, fix some things, I think. What are those buttons that are... Uh, the buttons? Mm-hmm. Yeah, can you, like... Hit the button and I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, we got by you can you can hear you can hear the Hallelujah chorus on one of the buttons. It's a really good rendition, and um, you know we got we got a lot of things going on. You know, but uh, do you have a happy hour? Let's at get the back to the debate. Do you see the debates, mm. uh, Matt? Do you uh, see the debates with uh, with uh, Kamala uh, Harris? Kamala, you yeah. know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, I think we pronounce it uh, Kamala because uh, Kamala was That makes a, it sound uh, more Muslim. Well, Kamala was also a uh, wrestler was, in the uh, 80s. And she was born in some Muslim country, wasn't she? Uh, according to uh, Don Jr., not I think, Kenya, yes. Though. No, not Kenya. That one's, uh, that, that's been taken. But uh, mean, I, did, I did see the debates, yes. I do enjoy uh, the debates, uh, Father Bruno. Nasty woman, that Kamala. Nasty, <laughs> nasty woman. Saying bad things about the President of the United States. Showing no respect. Oh. No respect. And, respect uh, She thinks she's so special. I watch her. I don't like it. I don't like it. She's insulting the former Vice President. Calling him, uh, what, what is she, she practically calling him a racist, right? Well, she did say that she doesn't think he is a racist, but then implied that he is. I think he's a good Catholic, yeah, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, in her, in her twist, <laughs> he is uh, up mind, 
if you talk to a racist, that makes you a racist. Mm. Well, yeah, I think... Uh, I mean, that's the way she looks at it. Right. And, you know, everybody's, you know, clapping and applauding. I didn't get it. I didn't get it at all. And, uh, and you know, she, she got no respect for the elderly people like uh, Joe Biden. Her and uh, Swalwell there uh, saying that uh, Joe Swalwell, he's a he's a young congressman who thinks that it's time for the older generation to pass the torch. Okay, so there's no camera on me, right? Uh, There's the uh, wide shot. (laughs) (laughs) The little guy is complaining again because he doesn't have no camera. You know, I get it. You know, Uh, well, he is a shameless exhibitionist. I don't want want the camera on while I make my obscene gestures. Does the church frown on uh, that kind of exhibitionism? uh, These messages failed. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't see the pope going out there wearing no baseball hat, and uh, and he's very thin. The pope. He's a very thin man. You know. Yes. He eats moderately, and. you know, I can see that uh, Mr. Hopwell is not oh, exactly who... uh, starving to death. I thought yeah, you didn't you know, know who I was. Who is this? It's Father Bruno. Sounds, is you sure it's Father this Bruno? This is Father Bruno Sarducci uh, from the Vatican. Sounds a but little listen, cute. You know, I'm not going to waste a lot of time here. I'm just calling is to tell you that Donald Trump exceeded... All our expectations about the debate, and he won both debates, hands down. If if these Democrats want to, I mean, I added it up, man. I added up how much money they want to spend. Yes. And, you sound like I a- mean, it was like uh, $5 trillion a year. You know, free college, uh, cancel the debt, uh, let the immigrants in, you know, give them a place to stay. Uh, you think you think the Vatican would have any money if we did things like that? Is there a is there a tuition to attend a seminary? Is no, there? there's no tuition. Hmm. It's a meritocracy. Only the best get to go. Oh, okay. It's absolutely free. Only the most you know, godly. But, uh, they, yeah. I think he's worth too many. Uh, later, you know, you got to pay at the parish. You know, while you're while you're young, before you preach, then you got to put something in the collection plate. It helps, you know. Yes. You put, you know, you put a lot of money in the collection plate. We take a second look at you. <laughs> right. Yeah. You might make the big time. You could become a brother. You could become a nun, or like me, you could become a priest. And by the way, I'm still up for cardinal. You know, that hasn't been decided yet. Oh. It's a deadlock. It's a deadlock. Right. So I'm still in the running. Headlock. Um, but, you know, this could take years. I talked to the oh, Pope about it. He said, he said, Bruno, this could take a long time. These people are very stubborn. Mm. Wow. Well, it'd be a shame if, yeah. you're, uh, if your competitor had some sort of uh, accident. You need to raise more money. Yeah, yeah, oh. that's what I was thinking, too. You know, mm. things could happen, you know. Right. God happens. God now, could uh, strike they him down. might have an accident. Uh, mm. You never know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but don't blame me if something goes wrong. You know, it ain't me. Uh, I never did nothing wrong. That's right. Of course. I just, uh, you know, I just want to move up, move up a little bit. You know, get a little promotion. Uh-huh. You get better, you get a better room if you're a cardinal, you know. You oh. get a better room. Can yeah. I ask him? And a, you uh, get a driver. Oh. The priest, the question. Yes. The monsignor, whatever uh, his rank is, so. sergeant or staff oh. sergeant, whatever. Mm. Do do you? Uh, this one is worse than Peter White. Do you enjoy? <laughs> do you enjoy wrestling with your young parishioners? That's it. That's it. Cut cut the mic, Matt. Cut the mic from that guy. Just cut him off. 
He's a guy with no respect. Who do you, who do you think is more of Where a heretic? Where do you find these people, Matt? <laughs> Who is more of a heretic, he or uh, Peter White, in your opinion? He sounds like he's been hitting that sack of many million. You know, uh, it, it's all, you know, you, you, I can't tell he's a heretic, but he's got a no respect. I, I can see it. I'm I can a see Protestant. His and that sneer, that sneer on the Facebook page live. He, he just Protestant. sneers at the Catholic Church. My this mother one, was a Catholic. He, he knows everything. Uh, usually, oh, you know, so you do wrestle with like your that, you young know, people with a lot of confidence, but they're ignorant. You, you, you're wrestling. That's, that's what he is. He's a member of the ignorante, but he's got a lot of uh, what a confidence. Thing. Confidence and ignorance. It's not a good combination. What a character, Matt. A wrestling, pre- a wrestling defrocked priest. Wouldn't that be a character? No, he's, for smug. he's smug. He's condescending, just like you, Matt. It's been done. Uh, There's been a wrestling defrocked priest? I don't think I, you know, trying to say people out. like that, that's not easy. I almost said the S word. Oh, my goodness. Wow. There's been a priest that was a wrestler. You know, you watch oh, the debate, the you, you got to admit, Matt. Better you got to admit, Donald Trump won both those debates, right? Oh, clearly. Is that the way yes. you see it? He likes wrestling, too, Donald Trump. Yes. Big he, fan of wrestling. He's in the uh, w, oh. WWE Hall of, Hall of Fame, Fame in the uh, celebrity wing. He would. He was going to, uh, he challenged Hillary Clinton to a wrestling match. Yes. Unfortunately, you know, one of the other things she just couldn't deal with. That's right. Her problems with the patriarchy mm-hmm. okay. are monumental. Uh, yeah. he's, he's, he's a talking nonsense, you know. <laughs> like most of your guests are mad. He's a talking nonsense. But he's listen, a let me talk, just leave you with this. Where did you get the terrible you know, accent? She move up in the polls. She move you know, up. She's like a 17%, right? Right. Oh, uh, uh, Hillary? No, uh, Kamala. She got a big boost from that exchange with Biden. That oh, really yeah, her. She's, a, she's like a 17% now. Humped but Donald her? Trump is a very solid 43%. Yes, that's, that's yeah, true. So I, you know, I, don't think the, I don't think Donald Trump's got anything to worry about with... Uh, Kamala the Tamil, you know what I'm saying? Well, especially with Jesus on his side. She's a Tamil? She's from Sri Lanka. Was she born in Sri Lanka? I'm not sure. Uh, Matt, he just called, her a, he just called know, her a Tamil. He's not funny anymore, Matt. Uh, you know, just cut it off and, uh, and, and dismiss him. Okay? Why are you, why okay, are you listen, priests listen, such bold? I, I got a meeting I got to go to. I can't spend any more time on this. You got your guest. He wants to talk a nonsense, so uh, you can talk a nonsense. Don't have with some him, more of that rose wine, buddy. Bruno. Goodbye, Matt. All right, goodbye, Father Bruno. Did Thank you for call the call. Kamala Harris, a Tamil. I don't know what I, I couldn't tell. Well, I thought she was part uh, Indian, subcontinent Indian, wasn't she? She might have been born in uh, you know Pakistan or someplace secretly. Mm. We could be the first people to put that out. I, no, I think uh, someone already beat us to that uh, sort of broader concept that she might not uh, be they an have? American. When did they? When did they beat us? Are you serious right now? Because you haven't been watching the news. Do you not know about the Don Jr. thing? Real, no, I haven't really. watched You really anything. don't know? Oh yeah, Don Jr. already a couple days ago uh, tw- tweeted <laughs> something out serious. about. No, I am because I'm just making this up. <laughs> oh no, no, yeah, no, this really oh, so happened. That was your reaction. See, Don, I don't know. I've been yeah, following. Stuff. Don Jr. tweeted something out, uh, th- this article uh, claiming that uh, it's it's the new birtherism, claiming that uh, Kamala Harris isn't actually American, wasn't. It, I, I bet it's true. And, uh, and isn't eligible to run for president. He is the son of the first magistrate of the American Republic. Well, that's true. How could he, you know, so he can't lie. He ended up deleting the tweet because I think somebody got in his ear and said, hey, dummy, she's not the nominee yet. Wait until she has a nomination before we go full racist on her how is that racist 
Uh, it, he's doing the same thing that uh, they did to Obama with the birtherism. Well, we're talking about nation, nationalism. And it's not even true. Like, she, How do you know it's not she true? She was born in Oakland, California. Oh, was she? Yes. Another place, which is even mm-hmm. more remote than Honolulu. Uh, how is that? <laughs> you don't hear about... Uh, the, uh, you hey, be careful. Know. You know who lives in Oakland is MC Hammer. You're Need gonna, I say more? You're going to get us in trouble all over Need again. I, if it was the Oakland Hills... Oakland Hills? That'd be one thing. Mm. Yeah. All right. You know, they had the Marines had to invade Oakland in 1998. They had to invade Oakland? Uh, on the orders of Jerry Brown when he was the uh, uh, mayor of Oakland. What, he send in the National Guard? Or you mean they literally oh, send Marines no. there? I don't remember this. Are you serious? In 1998? It was what you call an exercise on oh. how to seize a city. Oh, okay. Yeah, in case, uh, well, you know, then Jerry charmed uh, Oakland uh, just when he charmed uh, California again, kept it out of bankruptcy. Oh. Oh, it's a very nefarious tale. Hmm. And uh, Kamala Harris uh, was the lover of Willie Brown, the mayor of San Francisco. And he was the mayor. He had a hat that said the mayor. I remember Willie Brown, but are you serious? Oh, yeah. They were lovers. Really? Yeah. Lovers in a dangerous time. Are you Willie just making and his this up? Su- no, that's uh, well known. That's actually true. Yeah. She okay. was, you know. Willie was a star. Mm-hmm. He's head of the assembly, then they got term limited, then he became Demaya. Yeah, I remember Willie Brown. He's dead now, right? I don't know. Mm. Is he? I think so. Is he? Oh, but he lives on in our hearts. I'm still angry with him, but, you know, that's a story from Matt Connerton, uncut. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. Did you have your uh, your heart set on uh, Kamala? No, I have my heart set on a free sub. Oh, right. What does this mean? But I got to go because I don't want to get an unfree ticket. Mm-hmm. Free sub excludes extras. Does that mean like you don't get a bun or anything? No, I think it means uh, if you say, I'd like extra tomatoes, they say, no, sir, you shall have the requisite number of tomatoes and no more. You've always got sex on your mind. Tomatoes, all that stuff. Oh, um, God. But I don't think is it tomato- rutting season yet, or is that October? Is it what? Rutting season. Rutting? Mm. What does that mean? When you're going to be rubbing your rump up against the pine trees and stuff. That's, uh, that's a terrible uh, stereotype. <laughs> it's so funny how those Yeti stereotypes are so very real. Mm, yeah, no. Mm. That's deeply hurtful and cruel. Oh, and, very, and very un-PC. You've become a, go- uh, uh, a damn liberal. Mm. We want the old Matt back. Right. Whoever that was. Right. Who was that, anyway? Well, he had more hair before the molting. Why are you wrapping the cord around the headphones? Well, I really can't. I've literally never seen anyone do that before. Oh, Matt. (laughs) You're such an anarchist at heart. (laughs) I suppose I am. Would you like me to sing a song before I leave? Oh, certainly. And they called it... Yeti love. All right. Adios, and I don't celebrate the 4th of July. All right. so I ju- celebrate Canada Day, which was yesterday. Oh. Well, that's why you should make friends with Chris James. I told you, he's Canadian. You guys could sing together. You could do a duet. It would be wonderful. All right, John Hopwood leaves us. He is not uh, not celebrating uh, the 4th of July, uh, but he leaves in his dungarees, as uh, they say. I've, I've, never, I've never seen him in jeans before, I don't think. Apparently, 
Uh, he has been doing actual manual labor.